Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ever been to Delaware? If not, now is the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Hello, hello. It is the pre-show. For all of the audio listeners out there, Welcome, welcome. We're back again after a short absence. Uh, <laughs> I got to try uh, cocoa leaf tea. How was that? Oh my God. It's like... Is it like cocaine? Yes. <laughs> but like, it, it was like, they made it almost like coffee. It tasted, because it had milk in it, so it tasted more like a coffee than a tea to me, but it was definitely like they brew it like a tea. Okay. And there's just a, there's a cafe. It's called the Cocoa Leaf Cafe. Huh. And they sell LSD and shrooms and DMT and like all this crazy shit that has been illegal my entire life. And there you can just buy it. You can do like a shot of it. They have like little microdose shots of LSD that you can do. A peyote. DMT. It's just it's it's um it's like another world up there and it's so close. It's the weirdest thing about it. It's so like there's so many like different things going on up there. Yeah, that's like I think Washington state went to decriminalize drugs today. I think they had a session today to do it. But they've had it up there for a while, right? Like yeah, and there's just this understanding that they can open a store selling drugs that are illegal and the police aren't going to do anything about it because it, the argument is that weed was illegal for so long and they allowed all these stores to be open. So these people are just opening a store selling more drugs and in some ways providing a service because they check like purity uh, uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, Yeah. So it's it's there, and there was it felt like a just like a coffee shop. There are people just sitting there, like sipping on their cocaine tea. I saw one guy like sitting in a corner with his eyes closed, like just zoning out. He probably did like <laughs> like an acid hit or something. Is it like more like a Starbucks or an opium den. There there wasn't any opium. Well, but That'll it, be next. But that's that's a lot what it's like if you're just Nobody, nodding out, right? Because well, I picture opium den. Like, 
all smoky too. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, and so, uh, he was just, he probably did some kind of psychedelic and he was just, he, he was actually sitting outside uh, in, at one of the tables out front, but then I was sitting inside and it was just so relaxed in there. The cocoa leaf tea was very, uh, calming yet energetic at the same time. I liked it. I liked it a lot. That's dope. Did you get to see any wrestling while you were up there? I did. I saw Scott lose a match for the Vancouver Championship. Rude. In Boom Wrestling. Rude. Boom Wrestling. It was really hot in that venue. It was really hot. I hope that Scott got paid big money to job. No, uh, he actually... um, they did the closest thing to giving him a win without a win. There was a ref bump, and he got a what would have been a one, two, three pin, but the ref yeah. was out. And then later he lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was fun. Fun times. Um, I went to this restaurant with Adam where they do like a tasting menu where it's like. It was like seven really small courses, but after you ate all of them, it filled you up. Hmm. Uh, and the, the, each each little piece of food was like a work of art. Um, like everything that, you know, every tiny plate was like a work of art. What was uh, one plate like? Descri- describe one of the plates. One of the plates was a, uh, this gazpacho. That was like so unbelievably good. I I had some photos of it, but I don't know if I I know I have them on my. Oh yeah, hold on, hold on. Here, uh, let me see here. It was cold. No, the first two days I was there, it was like almost eighty, and then no, yeah. the, the gazpacho. Was oh, it cold? oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this was like a like a piece of deep fried chicken with like the spicy sauce. So for those of you that are listening, it's uh, covered in like flowers. flowers, a floral arrangement. Yeah, and it looks like it parsley. Well, is it a, is it a, a drumette? What is it? It was. Uh, I think it was just like a. Tendy. Uh, it was a like bite. It was like bite size, though. I ate yeah. it like two bites. Looking at it, like to describe to the audience, it looks like it's a, a hefty chicken nugget covered in uh, a garden arrangement. Yes, looks like something you might order from one eight hundred flowers. This was another one. This there's a white fish under that weird leaf looking thing. So there's the leaf uh, created. Is that like yes. a, a candy? And I ate it. It wasn't candy, and it was kind of crunchy, but it had no real flavor. Okay, so it looks like they just took a some sort of uh, uh, like something and, and did a, a design on a, on a pan and fried it Same up. Same flowers, too, if you notice. Yeah, the, a return to the... It looks like a little daisies or something. They're yeah. little yellow daisies. It's a halibut. Uh, halibut it, with some... Is that milk around it? What is it? Yeah, it was some kind of sauce. It was really good. Um... Then there was this one. I think this, pretty sure this had like clams in it. This looks like more flowers. That's the, the theme of this is uh, floral artistry. Yeah, yep. You could, this is clam you say? I believe so. I think it had some clams in it. I see the yellow flowers again in this, a lot of uh, garden uh, arrangement. 
and uh, it, it's got a, a milky clump of the clam. And this is just an empty dish. This is the gazpacho. This is gazpacho? Yes. What is it, a half an inch tall? Did you drink it? Could you fit a spoon in there? I had a spoon. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. It, it, it's it's like an optical illusion. It was, I mean, it, like a, it is a tasting menu, so it's just like little courses. The bowl looks like the cup. Uh, it's 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 just a cup. Yeah, it looks like there's no room. It's for, like it was like that. That's a that's a good size bowl. So yeah. Ben 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 held his hands out, uh, two hands. It was a two hander. That's how much we had inside the bowl. Yeah. It, was, it was a hefty small layer at the bottom of a of a big bowl. This was the last savory course here. Um, so that's lamb in in a in a sauce that was kind of. And is it bamboo shoots there? What is that? Uh, white asparagus on the left. Okay. And then that's a uh, um, a morel mushroom that was stuffed. Morel mushroom and leeks. Yes. Yeah. So that was really good. Got a morel mu- a stuffed morel Bacon mushroom. Bacon wrapped lamb. The morel mushroom looks like like uh, something you might have removed. <laughs> it does. From a doctor. It does. Uh, the the meat itself looks like a little medallion, uh, but it looks like a, it's, it looks it looks good. This doesn't have the flowers that we were used to. We, no, we lost the flowers around the gazpacho. Plate. There's a little bit of greenery, um, a little bit. Uh, we're almost done, so I'm just going to show you the last few things, and then we're going to start here. This was so weird. So these just look like two little mushrooms, like two little. F- fried mushrooms yeah but it was a dessert and i think there was maybe a little bit of real mushroom but there was also like this cream this sweet creamy taste that like melted instantly in your mouth so these are mushroom shape uh like almost like marshmallows they were like marshmallows yeah one of the things they do in cooking these days is uh they they go beyond the the solid uh gas and uh liquid phase of things this looks like some sort of foam yeah 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 and this was the dessert like the the full-on dessert is that a uh a seaweed cracker on top of something it's it was some kind of like rice cracker type thing there's like a, a rice cracker it looks like it has some sort of seaweed seasoning on it and it's, it's like a rice pudding kind of thing. It's on top of a pudding. That's rice pudding yeah, in there. Yeah, I think at the very bottom, uh, and then there's that thing in between. I think that was ice cream. Yeah, it looks like there's uh, like a ice egg shaped ice cream, probably yeah. a sorbet, and it's got some return to the flower petals, and uh, there's a little candle on it. Yeah, did, happy did you tell birthday them it was to your, me. Your birthday. Uh, Adam told them it was my birthday next week, which it is. Yeah. Yeah. You think they would have given you a bigger candle if it was your birthday today? I don't know. They gave you a tiny little candle there. For those of you that are listening, it was a, a, a little itty bitty candle, but it was cute and uh, it, it made the dish stand out. I don't know if that was normal or if that was for the birthday. It was for the birthday. That's, that's cute. We are going to go live. Here we go. Drunken Peasants Podcast. I gotta get away this. No! Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes I cry. 
From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective. Here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasants. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drunken Peasants podcast. This is episode 1184. Doing it live. Doing it live. 1184. Back again. And. I want to let everyone know, don't forget that we do a pre-show. It's available on the audio version of the show. You can find that in the description. It's right there. It says support our audio feed and get extra content. I just uh, described a little bit of my Vancouver trip that I took over the last several days. Talked about a cool dinner that I, I had with Adam up there. It was a, It was like a... It was, it was a bougie kind of dinner. I'll admit it this time. Yeah. Usually I resent that stereotype you can't hide from this one babe. yeah i can't i can't it it, it did it was fancy looking um <laughs> but and, there was a birthday candle at the end yeah. of the meal, not to spoil yeah so it was good it was a good fancy boy sweet boy birthday meal. yeah yeah uh, yeah my birthday is less than a week away it's on sunday so that's the best reason to get the tip train rolling also there's another thing that i'm doing exclusively on the video version of our show that's on Spotify, which I also have linked in the description. Watch the it's down below in the description. It says watch the video version of the show on Spotify. I will be posting tonight's episode on Spotify shortly after we're done here streaming live. And that episode on Spotify exclusively will feature the world premiere of my version of the hobo rap that only actual mania fans got to see there a few days go. ago. You guys will want to check that out if I you're did watching. I a cover of Sex Twisters Hobo Rap. If you're watching this not live, run to Spotify, check and see, and while you're over there, follow the Spotify stream. You should. <coughs> or else I'm not running for president this year. <coughs> oh, God. Why would you want to? Uh, because I have a 40-year advantage on Joseph Biden. <coughs> hmm. Like you'll live for another 40 years and he no, won't? No, 40 years younger than he is. Oh, yeah. True. That is true. That's a very accurate statement. When I run, I'll be like, do you guys really want to vote for somebody twice my age? <laughs> what are you, sickos? Fuck sickos. Exactly. Like the stream, everybody. Liking the stream helps us out tremendously. We are going to... This happened while we were taking our little break, which sucks when cool stuff like this happens. Yeah. But uh, there was... Because we kind of touched on Crowder and his divorce a little bit. Well, now... His soon-to-be ex-wife leaked the security camera footage where he's being a douchebag. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I guess we'll see what it's all about. It's pretty cool stuff. I mean, it's cool that it got leaked. <laughs> uh, let's let's check it out. God damn it. Shocking stupidity. 
Oh, you're you're getting touched now, Gazi. I guarantee it. Uh oh. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Here's um here's the leaked security footage, and then we have hi- the public statement he made just recently about it. Let's see what this is all about here. So you can see his wife's she's pregnant fat. belly. Oh, she's pregnant? Yeah. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just did, you just did it. I drew a boundary of abuse you and cruel. You were not taking the car. Because if you refuse to do wifely things, then I will go pick up the groceries. So he's like, oh, you won't fulfill your wifely duties, and I might have to go pick up groceries because you're slacking. And then he's like, "But and that's why you can't take the car. They only have one car? Isn't this guy rich? Yeah, you only have one car when you want to keep control of your wife. This is the short leash method. Okay. He he gives her a short leash so she can't go. And he has excuses and reasons to keep her at bay. If he's out, she can't go out on her own. <laughs> You're not fulfilling your wifely duties. Steaks, wood pellets, my grill. I know it's not a reasonable but I'll go do it. How about you first? Hillary, how do you respect the men? I'm a man. I receive love. No, no. How do you respect? No, you're not taking the car. You're not taking the car. Is that a threat? He's like, you're not taking the car. She's like, okay, I'll have somebody pick me up. Was that a threat? <laughs> not really a threat. It's her Get saying, an Uber. It's her saying she's going to leave. Okay, Stephen, I can't. Feeling some constraints? Steven. Like, I can't Steven. go. I, listen to me. Listen to me. You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents. You can get an I, Uber. Wow, he's so focused on himself. Of course. He's the one making all the money. She's a, she's just here making his little shithead babies. Can't call my friends. I can't go, I can't be home. You're gonna take the car and leave me here, Hillary. Just think of how boxing you've made me. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> but he's keeping her from being able to leave when she Look wants to. Look how boxed to. in you've made You're me. You're me boxed in the the by, way I won't let you leave by taking the car. This is manipulation. Right. This is psychotic manipulation. Maybe not psychotic, but it is manipulation. It's crazy how like big and pregnant she is too. She's got like, twins and, in there, I think. And, right? And Didn't they have twins? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe it's just crazy. Like with her in that condition, you'd think he'd be wanting to now, take care of her. And... Jess, bro, in the chat says he's an alpha. His needs come first. If he was an alpha, he wouldn't have to do this beta shit to try and get his needs met. That's the difference. Anybody who claims they're a fucking alpha and does beta shit is not an alpha. This is beta. This is little dick shit. If he was if he was the man that most conservative traditional men think they are, she would be crawling with that pregnant belly to his feet to kiss them and say, no, sir. No, sir. I'm going to go do the, my wifely duties right now. He wouldn't have to remind her. He's, he's a little bitch, but he's a little bitch, though. You need to pick up. I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. That doesn't work either. <laughs> I, I, Do you understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you're going to the back on back? Student? 
Do you understand my life being set to the second? Yeah, what does I, that mean? I would understand that. I would understand that. Except that you're lounging around in your fucking socks right now. Did, did you did you plan out lounge and bitch to your wife? Or is she, is she running you into overtime right now? He just wants to sit by the pool and know that in case he needs to pick up charcoal pellets for his grill? You never know. You never know what you need. The only way out of it is discipline with that. It's the only way out of it is yeah. we're at an impact. We are at an impact. We are at an impact, she says. There you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give up so easily. You, know, you give up so easily. I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said, then we're at an impact. Said, no, we are at an impasse. Okay? He said they were at an impasse, and she agreed with him. But for different reasons. And then he said, you give up so easily. She's like, no, motherfucker. You called it what it was. And from your perspective, you were right about my perspective. It's just we're looking at two different perspectives. We are at a fucking impasse. You're a miserable, you're a miserable person. I thought it would be great to marry a promising multimillionaire. And I realized he's a stingy bitch that won't even buy two cars. <laughs> you got to get charcoal, motherfucker. Get Uber, deliver it to you. Have him drop it off at the gate. Watch it. He's like, watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Fucking watch it. I'm going to let go. I'll get what you need to get. And I need some space. You need to just stop and baby. And honestly, what's going on here? You see that dog in the background? Yes. Steven Crowder is a closeted homosexual. He's talked multiple times about his bi uh, curious thoughts he's admitted to having bisexual thoughts his dad is an overbearing controlling person he manages crowder his dad was who he was using to get uh to get out of the sam cedar debate that h3h3 sprung on him his dad is his uh producer for his show he's under his dad's thumb he's a he's he's a daddy's boy and his daddy's boy is a little whipped boy that is afraid to come out of the closet because he doesn't want to bring his dad down so what he does is he stays he gets a hot well, a, 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 he gets a beautiful wife whatever and then he treats her like that dog down there he he beats her down he disciplines he tells her what to do because that's the only control he really has he's under his dad's thumb in his professional career always has been his dad was in uh tv and everything got him into arthur arthur got him into arthur his dad's been his his he's been his dad's little soldier his dad's little soldier and he's never had any freedom and this is the freedom he has is Discipline and respect to his wife, who has now left him. And when she left him, what did he say? He said, in the state of Texas, you could just leave somebody without the other party wanting them to. I didn't want her to leave me. I wish I could control her and keep her here. But I guess in Texas, you're allowed to just leave your husband, even if he doesn't want you to leave. I'm pretty sure that's most states, if not all. Of course. Yeah. I I think there's like 19 states that don't. It's, it's, it's It's close to... It's ridiculously close to how half of the states you have to go through a little more loop uh, loopholes to get through that. But in his mind, this has always been about discipline and respect and control from his wife because that's the only discipline and respect and control he truly has.
His father doesn't respect him unless he's giving his father what he wants. He's on an even shorter leash with his dad than she is on with him and that lack of car. And if she's leaving with those two kids, those two kids have a future of being happy and not getting into another circular spiral of papa pleasing. I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. Wow. I've never received love from you, and the fact is, when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, just be disciplined about it, you know, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. That's not fair, and it's disingenuous. Hillary, you're right, right in the past. Become someone, let's see me, day in and day out, worthy of a wife, worthy. No, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage you. I'm not going to engage. I'll get texting what you need. I'll get you what you need. I love you. I'm committed to you. Put on some gloves. What does he mean? Does he want to <laughs> fight her? Are they going to like get into the ring? He and wants spark? her to do something with the dog. I think it's medicine or something. And she's worried the medicine might affect the pregnancy. She doesn't know about it. And she's saying, look, oh, I don't want to okay. do it. I don't want to do it. I'm, I have read into that medication. He's like, put on some gloves. Take do the dog shit. Do the dog. Do the do, take care of the dog. And you know what? He makes $20 million, $10 million, millions of dollars. He should be able to tell his wife what to do. He could also pay someone to come do the shit. Oh, he to the could. Dog. He could. But he needs that control and discipline. And he, his daddy made sure he made millions of dollars so he can control one person. Now, she has the right to just leave, which she's done. Good for her. It's about time. Take as much of this money as you can with you. You have two of his children. Raise them to be far different than he is. Hopefully you will. You seem to lack respect for this man, and you're leaving, and you're possibly going to talk to Candace Owens about it. <laughs> Candace Owens invited her on, his, on her show. Yeah, yeah. You just said I love you. I'm committed to you. Walk the dogs, crunch and gloves. And also, what I heard about this video is it was recorded. Her name is Hillary. That's the problem. She reminds him of Clinton. Shouldn't have married a hill dog. But the the idea that uh, this is all happening around, I think, four days after he was bombarded by Sam Cedar during the H3H3 debate. I think that's from the same timeline. So he's just sitting here getting taken a fucking huge public L in his mind. If that timeline is correct. That's what I was told. Are you committed enough to do anything? I'm gonna just the dogs. Put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication in the dogs? Don't you take take that in? As the crowders head inside, Stephen gets angrier and angrier, and by his own admission, screams, "I will!" Fuck you up at his pregnant wife Hillary. Which interesting enough, their home. Which interesting enough, we don't have uh, video footage of, right? Doesn't he admit to it though? I don't know if he admits to it or not. Oh, is this this is not him making this claim? Did he admit to saying I will fuck you up? It says, and by his own admission, screams, "I will fuck you up." So, where do we have that admission? I I don't know. Yeah, like, I just like. Well, let's get through it. Let's get through it. This is the end, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, because I've been looking for that admission and everything else. Um, 
Everybody's commenting that he's uh, smoking a cigar. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. But in his case, it's a phallic symbol because he has bisexual thoughts constantly, which are actually gay thoughts that he calls bisexual because he wants his dad to think he's not gay. Um, I assume. Here is his statement. I commented on my ongoing divorce on Tuesday, requesting privacy in the best interest of the family, but also by court order agreed upon by all parties. Look, broken marriages are ugly, and in them people do ugly things. Myself, of course included, I would never claim otherwise. However, due to recent misleadingly edited leaks to the tabloid... Okay, so he's saying what we just watched is edited. He's making that claim right now. That video seemed to be pretty uncut. I think I saw one cut. In it, I, yeah, I well, uh, one cut is not that many, cuts. right? Right. The the added uh, text at the end that's edited. Yes. That that adds insinuation. We don't know where that self uh, admitted threat came from. Press without context and not subject to consequences of the court. Well, if not privacy, the next best option is truth. So today, I have filed a motion to officially unseal all files as they relate to the matter of legal record. Finances, relevant medical records, including mental health history or evaluations, depositions, and any motions or sanctions. He's just handing everyone a a gold mine right now. Or he pushed her to some mental breakdowns in the past, possibly. And he's going to use her mental weakness. He'll be like, "Look, she's her. crazy." Yes, yeah. That's From- why. That's what he just said. Is 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 a is what his intention will be if they open this up, and and you know maybe she is crazy. I think you I have to be know. pretty that fucking clip, crazy to marry this guy. That but- clip. I mean, it could be selective. But it seemed like she was the calm one and he was the unreasonable one. And they both knew they had a ring, like yeah. a ring recorder. Yeah, it was their house. <laughs> the like, courts they of- both knew they were on camera. Texas, I will not be leaking private marital information to the press. But if the privacy agreements are not respected by all parties, I will address all that is a matter of irrefutable legal record in full context next week. Interesting. All right, and then there's there was some text that he released too. I commented. Oh no, no, like, you know what? This is just the transcript okay. of it. Yeah. Okay. So that's his response. Very brief. Uh, there was the article you sent. Now over. this article is the be- We're watching the end of this story. Let's go to the beginning of this story. May seventh, two thousand fifteen. My birthday. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> May 7th, 2015, Stephen Crowder writes an article for Fox News. It's an opinion piece. And he writes this for Fox News. You can see the newlyweds here, Stephen Crowder, young Stephen Crowder and his wife. As you can see, he's able to maintain one beard in this photo as well, as he was only able to maintain one beard in his last video. After losing his wife, as anyone who's read my absence column here at Fox News Opinion (laughs) could guess, my wedding is something that I've looked forward to for quite some time. Never having tied the knot at the end of uh, after having tied the knot at the end of August, I can now say beyond all shadow of a doubt that it was everything I'd hoped and prayed that it would be since childhood. I'd also prayed to be bitten by a radioactive spider and develop sticky hands. But I was an idiot. I'm pretty sure you probably developed some sticky hands as a kid. Pretty sure you were jerking your little ween. Let me preface this column by saying this. My wife, 
I have to get used to saying that, not anymore. And I not only waited <laughs> sexually in every way, no, we didn't pull the Bill Clinton and technically avoid sex sex, but we didn't shack up as live-ins. And most importantly, we courted each other in other way that was consistent with our publicly professed values. We did it right. We did it right. Feeling judged? I couldn't care less. You know why? Because my wife and I were judged all throughout our relationship. People laughed, scoffed, and poked fun at the young, celibate, naive Christian couple. Jeff Holliday is in the chat. Give us a like, Jeff. Give us a like. (laughs) Like the stream. He's in New Orleans. Like, Like the stream. We'd certainly never make it to the wedding without stooping. And if we did, our wedding night would be awkward and terrible, they said. Turns out the people couldn't have been more wrong. Looking back, I think that the women saying those things felt like the floozies they ultimately were, and the men with their fickle manhood tied to their pathetic sexual conquest felt threatened. Everybody felt threatened by Steven Crowder's marriage. This is at the beginning of his marriage. He thinks everybody was threatened by his his purity commitment. <laughs> Yeah, who who cares? And, and this is this is this is like this is a column for Fox News, and he says, "I think it's important to write this column, not to gloat, though I'd be glad to, but to speak up for all the young couples that have also done things the right way. When people do marriage right, they don't complain so much, and so their voices are silenced by the rabble of promiscuous charlatans peddling their pathetic worldview as progressive." Our wedding was perfect. Our wedding night was nothing short of amazing. I write this on a plane heading into a tropical paradise with the most beautiful woman to have walked the planet Earth. I know everybody says their bride was the most beautiful in the world. They're wrong. I win. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve Crowder, you're really making this sound like a competition. Yeah, and I can't believe... even without knowing what was to come, I can't believe he wrote this and published this. This what is a really smarmy cringy. prick. What a smarmy yeah. little cringe prick. They're wrong. I win. Well, we're going to have to put up your score, okay? Uh, you're, you're coming shy of, uh, of you're, you're just over about eight years. Eight years of marriage. How does that rack up to most marriages? Let's see where this score on this perfect marriage goes. Something tells me you're not getting a, a B plus. You're not getting an A. I'd like to tell you a story of our morning after, however, one that transpired into one of the most glaring epiphanies I'd ever had. As my wife, again, still not used to that, don't worry. Shut up! Who don't, cares? Don't worry, Crowder. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to use that term anymore. As my wife and I ate breakfast at a local inn, we discussed how excited we were to start the rest of our lives together, how scary it was that everything was now so different. At the same time, we overheard the table next to us discussing their very own wedding from the prior night. What a coincidence. The thing is, nothing's really changed, the bride said. <laughs> puzzled, that was the bride. Puzzled, my wife asked, did you get married last night too? So did we. Congratulations, the other dame said. Yeah, we did just last night. Where's the groom? My wife innocently scratched that, naively asked. Oh, he's sleeping. There was no way he was coming out with me this morning. She paused and smirked. Let's just say that he's got a lingering headache from a really good time last night. My heart sank. Firstly, that poor schmuck's good time was simply getting snookered, not enjoying the company of close family and long-lost friends with a clear head and clean conscience. He does not really feel this way. He is <laughs> virtue signaling so Through hard. Through the fucking roof. Yeah. 
not staring in awe at his beautiful new wife. Well, what, my screen just went to sleep. Okay, where we go? Not, not, not staring in awe at his beautiful new wife, wanting to soak in every glimmer of her eyes as she shot him heart racing looks from across the dance floor. Not taking all of the cheesy pictures as they cut the cake. Not even carrying her across that sweet threshold as they nervously anticipated their nightcap. He probably won't remember any of it. Instead, he got smashed. He was that guy at his own freaking wedding. (laughs) He writes, Stephen fucking Crowder, the perfect husband, writes. Yeah. Then I realized something. Our wedding was truly a a once-in-a-lifetime event. It was a God's honest celebration of two completely... I just want to say, he sounds really gay. It was a God's honest celebration of two completely separate lives. He should have been a wedding planner or something. There are a lot of, a lot of gay guys. That's what I'm do saying. Really well at that. That's what I'm saying. He's talking about this wedding like he should be a wedding planner. It was a God's honest celebration of two completely separate lives now becoming one. Physically, emotionally, financially, and spiritually, everything that made us who we were individually was becoming what bonded us together. Well, let's see how that financial split adds up. Our family traveled from far and wide to celebrate the decision of two young people to truly commit themselves to each other and selflessly give themselves to one another in a way they never had before that night. The people next to us that morning, well, theirs was just one big party. And the morning after, just another hangover. Our weddings were the same event in name only. They know it, and we know it. Do yours the right way. If you're young and wondering whether you should wait, whether you should just give in, become a live-in harlot mimbo, and do it the world's way. If you're wondering whether all of the mocking, the ridicule, the incredible difficulty of saving yourself for your spouse is worth it, let me tell you without a doubt that it is. Your wedding can be the most memorable day and night of your life or just another party. Oops. Did I just make a judgment? You're darn right I did. Wow. So I want what everybody a, what a piece of I shit. I want everybody all these fucking crowder simps, they're like, Oh, he's going through a hard time. Don't judge him, don't judge him. This motherfucker started this marriage off on judgment. He asked for it. He sowed his oats. This is karma kicking him in the fucking dick, and I'll tell you what You darn right I did. All of this was a great experience for his wife. Now she knows. What not to look for the this next is time the most around. Self-righteous, narcissistic, sanctimonious bollocks I have ever right? heard. Right, right. Bollocks he is, is the s- best word to use for it. He is so full of his own stink. And guess what? The state of Texas will not let him stay married with his wife against her own wishes. That poor, poor man. All you Crowder simps that are watching right now want to defend him in the comments. Give us the best you got. He wants the government to, to like, force someone to be married to him. That's insane. I mean, there are some states where I, uh, that's, can get away yeah, with that's it. that's insane. And, and especially, like, he's a conservative, so isn't he against, like, big government? Isn't that, like, the epitome of big government? It's, it's, it seems to be that way, but yeah. it's, they always want the government on their side. Yeah, they want it big on their side, not that they want it to be small. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's uh, Seth looks as there's Crowder Sims here. Whenever we have someone in the title, we attract a few, and I really hope they watch today. That's cute. I really like hope the they stream, watch. guys. Like the stream, everybody. There we would appreciate goes the like. my hero. 
If you like, I was uh, Brittany Venti posted something on her page about this, and she said, uh, "Like one question, why is he so rich and only have one car?" That's uh, yeah. There was like another question, and then she said, "Why is he out there with a cigar?" And it's like I, I made I made a response about how the cigar is a phallic thing. The the single car is a control method that men use a lot to control their yeah. their spouses. I made those comments, and I got a few guys that came came in and had to defend Crowder. They had to defend their boy in the chat. And I like that. I like that these fucking weird beta men are standing up for a closeted beta man who couldn't even keep his wife for longer than a didn't even have her for a decade, dude. You know you know how many wives that weren't even mine that I had for over a decade? Crowder, you suck. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, yeah, that's something else. Uh, uh, the one says Tim Pool's defending Crowder. Of course he is. Of course he is. Of by, course he by is. By his food buckets too, by the way. You got to stay strong with with all your constituents when you're in the right because uh, you don't want to. You want to have allies when they come to devour you next. Because everybody in these fundamental corners of whether it's left or right they're far far out in these corners they all have their moment their fall from grace moment and if the if if you have a milo yanalopoulos fall from grace moment they will eat you alive if if tim pool and crowder have a little solidarity maybe they'll bend over backwards for each other when it's tim pool's turn to take it from the the, the the rear i think based on the leaked video it's pretty clear that the real Steven Crowder is a lot like the persona of Steven Crowder. You mean like the public bullying yes. people in a weaker position? Than yeah, him? yeah. Going yes. to a college campus, well prepared yep. to talk to kids who have barely any idea what their future yeah, will hold. Uh, attacking old guys that are in unions, right? Like. <laughs> when their backs are turned to him, writing a marriage piece about your perfect marriage and yeah. not having a perfect yes. marriage. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Well, we don't see the whole clip. There could be other clips of her. She could, she could have deserved that." And it's like, "Yeah, she could have, you know." But I will tell you this: as a man, you should never have a moment where you look that fucking weak, demanding anything. That is pathetic. If you if you want to be the alpha Chad, if you want to be the trad fucking male, if you want to be that top tier man, if you want to be the top G, you shouldn't be caught on when, camera doing bitch moves. When he was like, put some gloves on, I had this crazy image in my head that he has like an MMA cage somewhere on his property, and when she gets out of line, she's got to put some fucking gloves on. He was going to belly boxer? Do a couple minutes with him. He was going to baby box those little kids? That's what I thought was going on. I'm like, no! <laughs> He's like, put some gloves on. Put, put some, some gloves, gloves on. Yeah, he's just I'm telling like, her to put gloves on to feed the dog his medication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, a um, walnut snake in the pleb chat says Steven Crowder is so alpha that he has to carry a gun in his studio. He's definitely not a sissy. He, that, like, wears it. That's like it's another fashion. signal. Another signal. He's signaling. He's a he's a strong man with a gun. Dude, you're, you're everything about you is a cover-up for who you really are. Do you hear that? But it's obvious who he really is. He said it in moments of weakness. Choo-choo. Do you hear that train? The tip train. Tip train. Mr. Captain Stacks, you know. He pulled a Mike Perry. I don't know who Mike Perry is. But if he's anything like that, I don't think I like the guy.
If Steven was alpha, he would only care about chowder. I only care about things that rhyme with my last name as well. My last name is Barry, so I only care care about Carrie and Mary. Even if I was the kind of person that took a gun with me everywhere I went in public, the last place I would be wearing a gun is like doing a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, what are you what are you doing a podcast from like some like terrible neighborhood or something? It's the exact or... same thing as like uh, Doctor Disrespect wearing his his mullet during his, his, his mullet live wig? streams. Yeah, it's all just costume. Yeah, the gun is costume. He's he's wearing it to signal to his audience, "Hey, guns are great. I have one here in my protected S studio, sitting in front of my fucking papa, being his little bitch boy." Uh, Anthony Anthony Cumia called Crowder a piece of shit. Good. Anthony Cumia is loosely affiliated with like Brittany Venti and and her circle. Yeah, but he's a piece of shit. Well, I mean, it's it's he's obviously going to be anti Crowder. That side is fucking anti Crowder. Dan Kellogg says, Ben, if you had a gun, you could shoot Billy when he acts up. He could try. Why would I do that? He could try. I, it w- I wouldn't have to try hard. He's really close. That's close enough to grab the gun. What if I did it like this? You, you'd better, you better, you better <laughs> stop. Why me. would I do this? You better, you better know what caliber bullet you're shooting me with. Is it? I need like some rhino rounds with at you least, or something. At least a forty-five. So I think I need a fifty cal. I, I, I would. But then I, would I gotta recommend. clean everything up. Yeah, well, you, at least you'd be around to clean it up. If you hit me with a 9mm bullet, I would walk right over to you, take that gun, and there would be a sexual assault know. with the oh pistol. Oh, my God. With the pistol, Ben. With the pistol. Why would I So do make that? sure you don't shoot me with a 9mm. Okay. <laughs> I will make sure. <laughs> if Ben ever goes postal, I'm fucked. I just gave him all the secrets. I don't... I don't. <laughs> it's... I, Nobody worry about that. Um, whoo, check this out. Uh, someone sent me, because we, we did the Jesse Ventura video not too long ago. Yeah. So he addressed the uh, Minnesota State Senate talking about legalizing weed. And it's it's really good. Because they're still not legalizing weed. Have you noticed that? Like, what's what's the hold up now? National or uh, nationally, right? Federally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't care if certain states want to keep it illegal in their state laws, but it should just be federally legal. And then, if it's a big issue to you, you can move to a state where it's legal. And and none of this like weed stores that are just like f- filled with cash uh, that people can rob for cash and weed. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. You think the real issue is that our administration is ran by a fuddy-duddy? Uh, I think there's probably I- interests that encourage him to keep it illegal. There, there probably like, is. Like the for-profit prison industry and shit like that. Um, that would be a big indication. I think that Big there Tobacco is ready for the change. Yelling at his super young girlfriend, that's much, much worse than this crowd around, so I don't know what room any has to talk. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that video. But... I was sent that. Uh, we just didn't have time to get to it. It was when we had a stereo song. Someone sent me that. Interesting. Uh, so here's the Jesse Ventura video. I'm I'm here because... I started this. 
And as governor, I believed in hemp and cannabis back then. I believe in it even more now. And I want to be here. I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. And I want to be here when this passes into law because this is accumulation of a vision that I had over 20 years ago, and now it's coming to hopefully fruition, whatever the word is, it's going to happen, hopefully. But I want to tell you two stories why I'm so passionate. An hour and a half later. No, this video is only seven minutes long. First story is this. Cannabis saved my life. Let me sink that in. (laughs) Not me personally, but the 38th First Lady of Minnesota. And if I get choked up a little, bear with me. It was about 10 years ago, First Lady Terry Ventura started suffering from late stage um, seizures, late in life seizures. She was seizing two to three times a week. And these were the type of seizures where you can't do anything but comfort the person, make sure they're breathing, make sure they're not swallowing their tongue, everything like that. Our life was over. We went to the doctors. They put her on four different seizure medicines. First one did not work. First two did not work. Third, he speaks. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. in such simple words yeah but he, he stretches them out yeah <laughs> it's like everything he's like let me say that again no uh, save my life and by my life i mean let let me say something i can say very consistently and concise but stretch it out so long yeah 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 the, the story he's telling about his wife with a seizure i had a friend who had a wife and she had terrible seizures and when they started getting medical weed here in washington state uh, she started taking it, and yeah. she was like, she was driving and everything, and she was back to to life. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy how how well how much it works like right away. One did not work. Fourth one did not work. All had bad side effects. In desperation, we broke the law. We drove to Colorado. I have friends there that I met in my home in Mexico. And when we got there, my wife seized in the hotel the night before we got there. <laughs> he did say before we got there, my night. Yeah, so when it was kind of confusing. There, but he just stretches everything. Uh, our friends He'll went. He'll stretch you. 
Uh, he might. <laughs> and they had the ability. They I bought pop him in his gilly gopper. Three drops under the tongue, right? Mm. My wife took the first three drops under the tongue and has not had a seizure since. None. Marijuana cannabis stopped the seizures. Not our medicine. Now what did we face? I had to break the law. My friends had to send it to me in Minnesota. Well, I kind of took the attitude of Dirty Harry Callahan when I said, well, then the law's wrong because I'm putting my wife ahead of Minnesota law. And I'll admit that today. I did. It'd be great if they just came in and arrested him right now. <laughs> no. They'd be like, okay, you just admitted to a crime. We're taking you in. So we got our what we needed. Minnesota finally legalized, quote, medical my wife qualified immediately, got it. But you know what the story is then? Because we're so restrictive, and that's what you're here to change today, hopefully, because it's so restrictive, it costs me $600 a month to keep my wife seizure-free. Insurance won't pay for it. Nobody will pay for what works. They'll pay for what... That is crazy, too. If that's the... If that's the medication that is proven to work, but your insurance won't cover any of it, that is so fucking wrong. Well, it's, you have to look at the way that this uh, great country pause runs. Game, by the way, little little smooches, smooch Jesse. Everybody watching at home, kiss kiss Ben, kiss me, kiss Jesse right kiss now. Kiss Jesse. He needs a kiss. Kiss the screen. Those watching at home, you can get Jen. <laughs> you can get Ben, Jesse, and myself. Just one, two, three. A little triad of kisses. Go. Don't okay. work, but they won't pay for what worked. And today, my wife, it's now, because you've expanded, it's down to 300 a month now. If it was Colorado, it would be $50 a month. Damn, Why? she ain't even blazing because like in that. the spirit of true capitalism... When I don't even think it's... I think the stuff she takes isn't even... Tincture? Well, I, I don't think it has THC in it. I think it's all CBD. So she could just get it mailed in? Uh, they were doing it illegally at first, huh. like in this in Colorado, and and now they're in, now it's medical, but their insurance doesn't cover any of it because it's illegal in the state. But in Colorado, it's way cheaper. You get more out there; it drives prices down. That's what capitalism's supposed to do: drive prices down. Yeah, the right? way you're set up today, you got a monopoly. Because maybe we're not really it, dealing with capitalism. No. Maybe we're dealing with a fucking government-controlled... Yeah, you said it's like a monopoly. Yeah. Soda. I don't know who's providing whatever, but if you open up the doors, capitalism will take hold. Prices will go down. I don't want no other family to have to go through what my family went through. They were trying to... When they tried to legalize... Recreational weed in Ohio. Here's some money, you scammer situation. Thank Manny you. Manny T. Mac and Chee. When they tried to legalize recreational weed in Ohio and it was up to like just a public vote, and it, um, all the dumbasses that were in favor of legalization but didn't like their system called it a monopoly because at first they were only going to allow like 20 grow ups, which is a lot. Uh, and, and they said at first, and then if demand needs you know more than 
they would expand it then. It's like it's not a monopoly if there's like 20 different companies doing it. That's several different companies. Weed is something you could grow in your garden. Like you you'd you'd hope you can only grow here legally if you uh, get a medical card. I'm not talking about legally. Like well, it's, it grows super easily, right? Yes, it does. Well, like, in some places. Like in in most climates, you can find a way to grow weed without adding too much to it. But even if you can't, hydroponic. If it's that beneficial, have a fucking hydroponic situation set up in your closet. There is a learning curve for that kind of stuff. Have to do that. What I went through. My son Tyrell, what was the other thing? Oh, I know. Then here's the other thing. And this is a little off the subject, but it's still going to tie in. You're going to have to come up with an age, right? How old are the people going to be when you approve this? Well, we're going to go back in my life then, 50 years ago. At 18, I went into the United States Navy. 18. (laughs) I spent one year being trained and became a Navy SEAL. I then deployed to Southeast Asia and Vietnam for a nine-month deployment. While I was in BUDS training, underwater demolition SEAL training, I turned 19. While I was deployed on my first deployment to Vietnam, I turned 20. I returned home. Within one week, I went into my executive officer and I demanded to go back to Vietnam. He looked at me and said, but you just got home, you can't do that. you guys hear Pimp Monk got TikTok famous? Sorry, I'd get you guys talked about it. Ah, uh, yeah, we've known that for a long time. We should play one of Pimp Monk's TikToks <clears throat> every <throat> episode. He said, Navy requirements, you got to be six months out of the combat zone. Everyone who just showed up, please like the stream if you haven't already. Before you can go back in. Then he asked the question, what is the problem? And I said, here's the problem, sir. I said, over there, I'm a man. Here, I'm a child. I had done all of that, nine months came back, and I could not drink a beer on Orange Avenue because I was under 21. I couldn't even vote for who sent me to Vietnam because voting was 21 then. I wasn't old enough. What did I learn from that? Gee, I guess we send children to war, don't we? (laughs) Isn't that a form of child abuse? Sure is. I would classify it that. Today, I suffer a little post-traumatic stress. And it's- <laughs> you got, like, people's grandfathers went to war when they were 14. They, like, snuck in. Oh, I mean, there was a time, you know, like, Revolutionary War, Civil War. There were 14-year-olds in the first, military. First World War. There, there, oh, yeah, there yeah. Was, there was 1917. There's all those photos of, like, 14-year-old boys out on the fucking battlefield. Yeah. And, but also, also. A lot of your grandmas probably were having your your mom and dad when they were 14 back then, too. (laughs) Your great grandma. Maybe. (laughs) It's from knowing my country sent a child to war. And it still exists today. So pick your age. Are you an adult at 18? It seems to me you should be. If you are able to go kill for your country or be killed for your country, and you're old enough to do that, you ought to be old enough to smoke a joint. <laughs> You're an adult. And all I'm lecturing you on I is... Would, I want to see him debate Trump so bad. I love that... He's talking to the entire Senate of, of his state like this. I love it. I think... You have to watch him talk to 
uh, it was Jim Norton that had the problem with him. Oh yeah, that yeah. And you have to see how he holds up with Jim Norton, and then well, compare that. I mean, he w- he wanted to beat the shit out of Jim Norton. Is he going to be able to beat the shit out of Trump if Trump gets fucking? I don't know. Trump Trump I mean, will he be didn't, disrespectful. He didn't beat up. J- well, yeah. Trump will this be disrespectful as fuck. Get consistent. Come up with the age, whatever it is, and then stand by it. Don't have it be 18 here, 21 here. And I've even heard talk of 25 for cannabis. <laughs> Give me a break. I can tell you this unconditionally. I've behaved far worse on alcohol than I ever have on cannabis. <laughs> he's Thank so you, proud of himself. Thing Every time can- he talks, it's, he's just so fucking proud of himself. I love it. Worse on alcohol than I ever have on cannabis. <laughs> Look at how Thank proud you, he was to say that. Hold on. thing I did on cannabis, I went and saw Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And no, no clapping mem- members and us. No clapping. They were, uh, yeah, yeah. See, he got a big pop at the end. That, that was an epic promo cut by the, the body. <laughs> I think that the legal age of cannabis should be like it, it should. It go, was nineteen where I just was. It should go based on the type of cannabis you're smoking. Nah, that's too complicated. No, like you shouldn't be able to do dabs until you're twenty five. Like Fuck dabs, twenty five. Uh, like heavy edibles, twenty one. Eighteen is like bongs and shit, and then under eighteen. As young as you can roll your own joint, you can smoke it. But you got to be able to roll it yourself. I don't want to see you smoke a fucking weak-ass little joint. You better be able to roll a good-ass joint. And no matter how how old you are, if you rolled it yourself, you could smoke that fucking thing. I think that's fair. Yes, it's fair. Um Here's here's a little bit of uh, Tucker talking about when he left Fox News. I don't think we already watched this. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in the people there are. How many genuinely nice people there are in this country? Kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also. A lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. What was I? Yeah, just going back. I wish Jesse would run from president because I think he's like one of the more honest people. Uh, and I don't mind the long windedness. I don't know. I guess I'm just a mark for Jesse Ventura. I like Jesse Ventura too, but I'm not gonna like. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with my guy. He is. He's uh he's very proud of himself. He's he, I mean <laughs> he takes the long way around. Yeah, he's did, got did you stuff know, to be did you proud know he was of, a though, Navy right? SEAL? <laughs> he was? Yeah. 
he will tell you he will tell you everything. Did over you know and he was a member again. of the Mongols? The Mong the the bikers? Yeah, yeah. At what age? Uh, I think in his twenties he joined the Mongols. Yeah, I did not know that. I don't. I yeah. don't watch a lot of uh, Jesse Ventura. He pulled out. He pulled out like his membership card w- one time when he was. I like Jesse Ventura. I feel like we needed him to be president in like 2016. Probably. Uh, I, I don't think he can run. Maybe. I don't know if he would get the backing of a part. I I couldn't name one party that besides Democrats or Republicans that have 50 state ballot access. It's because there's only one party: Democrats and Republicans. Last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues. It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. Wow, you agree with Tucker. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Why is he? Why does he do his show from a sauna? Well, he got fired. Oh, is he like all? <laughs> is he sweating? Or are there like pit stains under his armpits his, uh, right now? His wife won't let him do the show in the house. I I think that um, I, I was watching. He looks Russell. like he wants a kiss now. <laughs> he wants like oh fuck! All right, guys, <laughs> we, we can't just give Jesse a kiss and leave out Cucker Tarlson, Ben. Kiss Ben, kiss Billy, and end on Cucker Tarlson. Let's go. There you go. There you go. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge... Chevy says this is the home studio that Fox News paid for. uh, It looks like a sauna. Yeah. That's why they're hysterical. Sounds like a sauna. They're afraid. Yeah, yeah, what... Wouldn't you want a, a studio to be soundproof? They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. Well, is he, it like now that he's fired, he doesn't know how to work the equipment like it, they used to send It people? might actually be that Fox would send people with equipment or had their own equipment, and they took the equipment back, but they can't take the small structure they right. built in his backyard. That's ridiculous. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but Tell there are some. Tell me where, As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. So is he part of the Daily Caller now? Or like? is, that, is that what it says in the top corner? Yeah, yeah, it's covered by the goal. I mean, it's probably probably to his son with the Daily Caller. If this is his little statement. Unless he put the statement out and the caller just shared it. it. Yeah. Just shared it. Uh, I was watching Russell Brand talk about Tucker Carlson. And uh, he was talking about how he went and did his... Uh, he was at Tucker Carlson's house to record some stuff. So he must have been in this little ass room. Yep, in his backyard. they were having a, a sauna together. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Check this out. Uh, there was <laughs> there was this pl- uh, place. I can't remember what it was. Let's Tiffany see. Tiffany Palliser was an assistant manager at a Panera Bread. In- Panera Bread. They were 
giving people overtime or uh, they I'm sorry, they were giving people management positions to get away with not having to pay overtime because managers are usually like salary. Yeah. So they would make them work more than 40 hours. And it's like, well, you're a manager. Yeah. Yeah. In South Florida. So Bullshit. Pay, pay more than a 40 hour at their other rate? Maybe not not when you compare it to how many hours. Yeah, that's, that's what you got to measure out. Yeah. Opening the store, putting out the food, and doing a lot of prep work. You know, I'd, I'd but once- never really go to Panera Bread. I went there a couple weeks ago. Had a delicious salad there. Customers started arriving. She says her job didn't exactly look like what you'd expect from an assistant manager. Maybe I would work cashier that day. Maybe I would work the line. Yeah, she was an assistant manager working the cashier. Like what? Doing salads and doing things. Nice to see she put the good cat ears on to tell us this. It's probably her headphones. Palliser estimates she worked fifty to fifty-five hours a week. Yeah, I I mean that's ridiculous. 10 to 15 more hours per week than, like, an average full-time worker. And because of her title, she made salary. She said yeah. she wasn't paid for any of her overtime. Yeah, so it was a trick to get people to work overtime <laughs> hours without getting paid overtime and pay. I, you say it's a trick, but so many companies do this. They want to get you on salary so they can work you overtime. They, they, it's particip- the goal. Participated in a collective action complaint accusing Cavelli Enterprises, the largest franchise. That sounds like a mob boss, Mr. Cavelli. Is of the brand of not paying hundreds of assistant managers overtime. Panera and Cavelli Enterprises have not responded Covelli. to a request for comment. The lawsuit settled for several what else million. And Palliser received a I settlement. I would like to see the manager, ma'am. We are all the managers. <laughs> we, we are all the manager. We that are Karen, manager. Karen freaks out inside of Panera and asks for the manager, and, the, and everyone's like, "Yes." They I, just we're, stand we're up like man- Borg. Yeah, we are manager. We are manager. Resistance <laughs> is futile. Everyone, like the stream, please. If you just showed up, like the stream. Liking the stream really helps payment but for her this issue is about more than just getting fair compensation i couldn't be there for my children i oh, couldn't oh be there. yeah it's about more than just getting fair compensation panera is selling her children with christmas trees that's <laughs> fucked up for my husband a lot of things in our life suffered greatly because of it this is not a unique situation. A growing number of employers are mislabeling rank-and-file yep. workers as managers, according to a recent paper. Yep. Why? The paper alleges companies actually want to avoid paying overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a there was a, an overtime scandal at Walmart years ago, maybe even like 20 years ago, where they were like t- telling employees to like round down like the hours that they work just in case like they accidentally worked overtime and they were like telling them to lie on their time cards basically and then they got in trouble for that so now uh or at least after that happened for a while people who worked at walmart that accidentally worked overtime like got in trouble yeah they'll, yeah. they'll lay you off yeah 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 for if you come too close to overtime yeah the, the whole system is all fucky uh right here it says there is a sy- systematic Robust and sharp increase in firms in, in firms use general firms, not just Panera of managerial titles. It's systematic because it is better for the overall uh, bottom line of the company. Of course. So. So, yeah, it's systematic. Our corporate conglomerate nation is systematic and every time someone says the word uh systemic racism i think to myself systematic racism. i think to myself we're in a systemic fucking uh 
hole. If if you if you if you don't fucking hole. We're in a hole. You can't you cannot climb your way out of this hole. Get in the hole. If if you were not born into some sort of higher elevation, you're not going to be able to reach that first step to get out of the fucking hole. So like hole. if you were born in Denver, maybe? If if you had a if if you were born That's a higher elevation. If you were born to to John Denver, maybe? John Denver. John. That's all this We should you should have just did Denver the last dinosaur. I did he have any kids? He had kids hang out with him on the show. Well, that could be a Jared from Subway situation. A Jared from Genesis situation. The law requires employers to pay time and a half in overtime for people who work more than 40 hours or make less than about $35,500 a year. But if a worker is a manager, companies don't have to pay overtime. Advocates like Paul Son. This loophole needs to be removed. There needs to be like a maximum amount of managers per, uh, you know, lower employee. That you can have. Yeah, let's see how that happens. National Employment Law Project <laughs> call that wage theft. These big corporations, you know, for example, dollar stores or fast food chains, will deliberately understaff their facilities and then instead rely on a group of low-paid workers whom they label managers to run the operation. That's such bullshit. A recent study published in the National Bust Bureau that of shit Economic up. Research backs this up. Umi Gurun is a co-author of that study. Companies are about like five times more likely to post a job posting that says, you know, this job is going, you are going to be called a coffee cart manager or shampoo manager or shampoo. Any kind of You're the manager just- of the shoe department. You're also the only person working in the shoe department. The sandwich go. making manager. Panera Bread, JP Morgan, and Walmart. <laughs> the are sandwich making the manager? <laughs> then Subway Subway was so fucking liberal with their sandwich artist campaign. Yeah. Now you're a sandwich making manager. Yeah. I don't want to eat a sandwich made by a sandwich making manager. I want an artist. I want a sandwich artist. Problem with Subway was that fucking sandwich looked like it was made by a sandwich making manager, not yes, a sandwich artist. Exactly. An overworked and underpaid sandwich manager. The Biden administration is trying to fix this. They have a proposed overtime rule that is slated to be published in May, according to their agenda. Hmm. But some business leaders aren't happy about potential changes. A vice president at the National Retail Federation said in a statement to NBC News. The the National Retail Federation. Speaking up for the for the retailers. I just want to say uh, $15 an hour is an impossible thing. You'll have a lot of mom and pops locations closing down. Uh, the paying, paying people non-salary, not scamming people, not having slave labor is impossible for, for business in the United States. Department change overtime regulations. It will have I am a the manager of the stream, Mr. Joker card. ability to offer the most flexible, generous, and tailored benefits packages to lower-level exempt employees. Kristen Dahlgren, NBC News. Well, fuck. Now I see that food, and I'm like, I don't care if this is slave labor. Give me a nice bowl of uh, cheese cheddar chowder and a big old fucking cheese dickhead cheddar roll. chowder. Cheese cheddar chowder and a big oh, dickhead yeah. roll. Give me that. I'll be right back. It's time for questions. Full screen. Now, this is the part of the team screen where you don't have to kiss anybody but me. Ask your questions. Mac and she, I was at, when I was at Panera Bread, I went with my niece and nephew, and I'd never really go there. And they were like, let's just go to Panera Bread. I was like, well, let's go figure out what the fuck it is. I had a, like a, a chicken, a goddess, got a green goddess chicken salad. It was very good. My nephew tried to get some mac and cheese, and they 
They motherfucked him. They gave him a, a instead of broccoli mac, they gave him broccoli ch- soup, but it was still good. Still good. I cannot roll joints, vicious lucidity, and I also do not smoke weed. So there you go. Kisses. Panera is McDonald's quality for Apple's price. Applebee's price. It Panera is better than McDonald's. I had a good ass salad. Matter of fact, I probably got the fucking picture of the salad on my phone. Space Bruno says, I'm taking one for the team. I'll eat all the carbs you cannot. Dude. I I have been so tight on my caloric and carb intake. You don't even know. And I hit a plateau this week with my weight loss. I was losing like 15 pounds a week, two weeks in a row. And last week I went down like two and a half pounds. I was so mad. I wanted I wanted to lose another 15 pounds. But I'm already down, I don't know, like two and a half pounds from that. So in a couple of days, maybe I'll hit like 40 pounds in the first month. I don't know, man. Monica says go vegan. Should I go vegan? Sofa King We Taught Ed 666 says, how do you stay so awesome asking for a friend? Well, it takes a lot of not giving a fuck and also caring too much. It's a very, very perfect mixture, to be honest with you. If you can get the right mixture of not giving a fuck and caring too much, you become awesome. But you got to know what you're not caring or we're not giving a fuck about and what you're caring too much about. That's the problem. You got you to gotta know where your allotment of care versus fuck off goes. And a lot of people are not good at managing that. And they'll overstock on not caring or they will overstock on caring too much. It's a perfect balance. It should look like a... Uh, a yin-yang of not caring and uh, caring. It should be a perfect, perfect balance. Uh, Chevy says, don't get mad, Billy. Uh, just keep at it and you will succeed. You're still a kid, man. A lot of people think I'm still a kid. I'm actually going to be 40 this year. I just act like a child. And if you've heard anything about my time with Onision... Kidding, kidding. The soup comes in a plastic bag. A lot of the rest of the food is microwaved. Oh, yeah, I don't care about that. Like, you know how many times I make a fucking meal out of a plastic bag at myself? I'm not picky. But the Panera bread I had was a salad. And it had all the good dressings and veggies. Everything tasted fresh. That's all I really care about. I don't care if it comes out of a bag. Like I know it's fucking uh, a business like that. Like it's, no, I'm not fooled into thinking that they're a farmer's market restaurant that goes out every morning and finds the cheapest price on quail eggs and venison. Right, back again. People in the woods can't afford Panera. True. Yep. Um, here is Ron... Ron DeSantis snaps at a reporter during Jer- Jerusalem press briefing. Oh? Okay. Governor, during your uh, time at 
No. So he's in Israel here. Unless they, yeah, it looks like he's in Jerusalem. No, no, none of all that's BS. No, totally, totally BS. Yep. Yep, yep. Who said that? How would they know me? Okay, think about that. Do you honestly believe that's credible? So this is 20, 2006. I'm a junior officer. Do you honestly think that they would have remembered me from Adam? Of course not. They're just trying to get into the news because they know people like you will consume it because it fits your preordained narrative that you're trying to spin. Focus on the facts and stop worrying about narrative. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then he is <laughs> just went crazy. And I just wanted to uh, ask you two questions. Um, let's check out. Uh, this is crazy. My children were the um, targets of attempted kidnap. 31-year-old self-described of an attempted kidnap. I think she means kidnap. California mom found guilty of falsely reporting attempted kidnapping yeah. for the, she for was the gram? It. She was doing it for the grams. Oh, God. To, to get them sweet clicks on the grams. And now she's... Because there was actually people, like, <laughs> there were people involved in this. Because she reported it. Mom influencer Katie Sorensen is now facing up to six months in jail after this social media post that police say was a lie. And I want to share that story with you in an effort to raise awareness as to what signs to look for. In the December 2020 post on Instagram. She needs to collab with AVG. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These two should should kick it. Art Van Groh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were just waiting to drop the N on angry video game nerd. No, no, like, no. AVG. AVG. N? N? Instagram, Sorensen alleged a couple followed her into this Northern California Michaels. Yo, yo, it's AVJ. In an attempt to kidnap her two children. And they walked kind of close behind me. I definitely felt the heebie-jeebies. I didn't feel good, but I thought... Did you I was feel the heebie-jeebies? You know, yeah. you know how many people have had their kids almost kidnapped and still didn't use the word heebie-jeebies? No, yeah, that's a weird word to use. You don't use the word heebie-jeebies when you're on the fucking up and up. Also saying they, quote, weren't clean-cut individuals. <laughs> I don't want to say what race they were, but I they will say clean cut. they were not clean-cut. What does that appearance. mean? They're saying blonde hair, blue eyes. Sorensen said she did not oh, say anything to them because she was scared. Paralyzed with fear. Um... And I, I almost just discredited what was happening. But in an unexpected twist, police say this actually didn't happen and that Sorensen's story was fabricated. After seeing this surveillance photo of themselves on TV, the accused couple, Sadie and Eddie Martinez, came forward to clear their own names, sharing their story with Inside Edition. Being labeled a child abductor, it's... It's upsetting. It's heartbreaking. It's life changing. Look at these fucking clout fucks. <laughs> did you see their shirts? Yes. Hashtag prosecute Katie. And she did get prosecuted. <laughs> the campaign everybody, worked. Everybody is just out for the clout. Tino Holy shit. Petaluma Argus Courier that they were at Michael's to buy Christmas decorations and believe Sorensen's false allegations were racially motivated.
She wanted a stronger following. She was looking for, you know, content for her fame and her her income um, and at our expense. Investigators cleared the couple of any wrongdoing. You think that she lied to try to boost her social media following? Okay, she just asked this question to this guy who's her lawyer. (laughs) So she's like, you think she lied to boost social media following? So, of course, he's going to say no. I do not. Sorensen's attorney <laughs> telling NBC News his client misrepresented uh, a not. random I do not. coincidence. Yes, you do. There's been a perception. You're getting paid to say that. ...that this case was about race or racial profiling from the outset. And one of the things that came into evidence was that Ms. Sorensen's reports on December 7th reported a white male, a white female, and a Hispanic male there really wasn't a racial or a profiling component. There was a third male? I'm not sure. With three counts of making a false... I only saw two people, but maybe there was... Yeah, this... Acquitted a third two of those male? Counts. So were there... Uh, were there two other guys? So she's not racist. She genuinely just thought these people of color were dirty whites. Not clean cut. <laughs> found guilty of one. She was taken into custody on Thursday. Her bail set at $100,000 until her sentencing. So you think she should Thanks for watching go our on a tour channel. with Art Van Gro? Yes. This is, uh, RV trip. This is Kidnapper Van Gogh. It's been more than four years since Michigan voters chose to legalize recreational marijuana in our state. And since then, local communities haven't always agreed. Yeah, there were several cannabis-related proposals on the November ballot. We're talking Addison Township, Brandon Township, Chesterfield Township, the city of Auburn Hills, just to name a few. So where does the industry stand heading into 2023? 7 Action News reporter Jen Shaw. Oh, this is old, actually. Let me uh, me do this instead. Some neighbors woke up to this right outside of their doors early this morning. Several cars meet up in South Suburban Hometown. That's near Oak Lawn. Hometown. Chaos. Tonight, hometown police. Are hometown police. Calling this an illegal street. Wouldn't it be crazy to live in hometown? My hometown, hometown. I wonder how many people move to hometown. And be like, it's my hometown. Takeover. CBS 2's Sade Gray spoke to some neighbors who say they've had enough. This was supposed to be a mosque parking lot, but it was... It's a mosque parking lot. Is this in Michigan? Anything but that Sunday morning. Police say several cars met up here, and neighbors say they've seen this happen in other areas, but they never thought it would happen in their hometown. In their hometown, hometown. Destruction Destruction right outside of Patrick Hannon's house. Yeah, it was crazy. People jumping up and down on their trucks. And it was a madhouse. It was like, and it was the crazy. fucking tire marks. And then I broke out the phone. Hannon took. I guess it's in Illinois. Hometown Illinois. I think so. This video of people jumping on cars. And grabbing up engines, doing donuts and drifting. Hometown police say this happened in the Mercy <laughs> Mosque parking lot near Costner and Beck which is surrounded by nothing but homes. I don't know what to think of it, but just wow. Because I've seen that done on... George R.R. R. Martin lives in hometown. My guy's just... He's he's the homeless of hometown. TV before other places. But this close <laughs> to my house? Holy... Wow. Holy... Wow. 
hometown police say about that guy's the oldest drunken peasants fan streets preventing officers from getting through chief lewis dominguez jr says they did donuts in the parking lot where he's standing it was uh, late at night and there was not a lot of people out but nevertheless it was disturbing chief dominguez says chicago police department's eighth district just invited them and surrounding agencies thursday morning in reference to street drifting chicago has a lot of intelligence uh, on the situation uh, we have a few plans in the works to try to help us out being a smaller agency um, so uh, you know hopefully we can you know continue to keep the neighborhood safe but when Bocock and Hannon steps outside of their homes, they'll have a distinct reminder. I want to see a fucking their- TV show with Bocock and Hannon. <laughs> These two guys should have their own little fucking the like and a, pro- show. a procedural, like maybe they're running around trying to solve a street racer crimes in hometown, in, in their hometown. hometown of hometown. Dude, that sounds like a story in their hometown of hometown. Bocock, Bocock and Hannon are solving the street race mysteries. <laughs> the old and the I arduous. I want this. I want this now. Bocock and Hammond. Is it Hammond or Hannon? Hannon. Bocock and Hannon of hometown. Of hometown. Their hometown. Their hometown. Hometown. Neighborhood. Stay out of our backyard. Stay out of our, stay out of our backyard. Stay out of our backyard. black circles that can't be here. Hometown police. I like say- it's these two guys that are in the parking lot of the mosque <laughs> defending hometown. Yeah, no, they don't look like they're Muslim guys. They're probably not. They just right. they take pride in their hometown. <laughs> No one was arrested last night, but with neighbors taking several videos, they're hoping that will help out with their investigation. Reporting in hometown, Chardonnay Gray, CBS 2 News. It's right near Costner and Beck. It's right near Costner and Beck in hometown. Every every reference to Costner and Beck on uh, Bocock and Hannon. Is it Kevin Costner and Glenn Beck hanging out together? I hope not. At the corner of Costner. It's a, uh, a movie about baseball. We have our stars here. It's Bocock and Hannon. We don't need, I want to see this. We don't need Becker, the, the, Costner, fucking around. Those. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yes. Bocock and Hannon. It just sounds like a crime-fighting duo. Yeah, you hire uh, like little Bow Wow, who was the star of Fast and the Furious Three. He's like the the main villain running all the street races in hometown, hometown, hometown oh USA. Who plays? Uh, who plays Bocock and Hannon? It's got to be Bocock and Hannon. No, you want them to actually yeah, play I, themselves. I want, I want it to be like half reality, half scripted. Okay. I, w- I want these guys to think they're actually stopping a street racing team, but really it's Little Bow Wow and the cast of Punked who are reprising their role to punk Bocock and So it's almost like Hannon. the Truman Show in a way. Somewhat, yeah, like the Joe Schmo Show. Oh, but, my God. That, was, that was so great. Um, Bocock and Hannon, like, live, live, right up close with the camera, and they think they're really onto something, and the whole thing is produced to make them think they're solving the biggest crime hometown has ever seen. It's beautiful. It's brilliant. Million dollar show. Unlikely heroes go to bat for a driver after a Murfreesboro road rage case ends with assault charges. It started as a pause, fender bender. Pause. Soon- the names on. Okay. We have we have a fucking eight o'clock. Eight o'clock is Bocock and Hannon. But at eight thirty. It's John and Jonathan. We have John and Jonathan. Yes. And, yeah. And, and, and that show is called Batman. 
because they will go to bat for you. There's, there's, they both have red beards, but one's tall and thin, and the other one's short and stout. Yeah, I mean, obviously, John is the more slender one. Yes, Jonathan's got a couple extra letters in his name. Yeah. He's got a couple extra pounds in his shirt. Yeah. Evolved into a fight involving a metal pipe and a weed eater. News two, Stephanie Langston spoke with two witnesses who stepped in to help, but later became victims themselves. We'll go to bat for you, and we'll take out your weeds too. I guess. <laughs> We'll go to bat for you, and we'll take out your weeds. It could easily be a new slogan for green pasture lawn and landscapes. This whole incident took place during one red light. It was rush hour Friday night when the two landscapers had just wrapped up a job. As we were rolling up to the intersection of uh, Memorial and Clark right here. Like the, the theme song for these guys is... Uh, like the sound of like a weed whack or like a lawnmower, like a, a motor in in the landscaping. It's, it goes na 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 Batman, because they'll go to bat for you. No, it's Jonathan. It's bat. They're the Batman because oh. they'll go to bat for you. That's where Murfreesboro police we'll see a driver to attempting to merge. You. Sideswiped a car that Chet Cafondo was driving. Cafondo upset reportedly. This guy's name, Chet Cafondo. Chet Cafondo. I mean, he's probably African. But that is a fucking cool bad guy name. The dastardly Chet Cafondo. Chet Cafondo's at it again. <laughs> the driver behind the wheel, eventually pulling a metal pipe from his trunk. He, he went to the the. You can't write a better bad guy name than Chet Cafondo. And the win, I went to I, I went to see a spoiler fucking uh, mystery movie show of the new Robert Rodriguez movie starring Ben Affleck, and the 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 the, the, the bad guy in that his name was like. Val Delane or something? Or no. Was, was, was I like, want to check Cafondo. That's not as good as check Cafondo. You know, raising and swinging Val the or something. Uh, pipe aggressively. I leaned out at that point and I, and I said, hey, get back in your car. It's not worth it. Get back in your car. He diverted his attention to us and started walking towards, towards the truck, towards us aggressively. And that's when both of us got out. John Michael Green and Jonathan Osborne say they were hoping their presence would scare off Cafondo, but instead they soon became his target. John... Michael Green Looking for and Jonathan Osborne, two men ready to go to bat for you. Check Cafondo never stood a chance. Your days are numbered, Check Cafondo. Feels like we have back here. Look what we got oh, back here. Got a Wendy's cup. <laughs> Couple Wendy's cups. In fact, got some beer cans. Fuck Batman's utility belt. Yeah, look at or like rocks. John and Jonathan's truck bed. Beats the shit out of Batman's utility belt. It kind of looks like Jared's room. It looks like all the fucking coal that uh, d- 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 Stephen Crowder was trying to send his wife out to charcoal to, for, to write the barbecues in the back of their truck here. Well, I'm a weed eater, so I pulled it out. The switch was off, actually, and I was standing there and, you know, just trying to start it. And- it's weird how he calls it a <laughs> weed eater. That must be like a regional term because I've always called it weed whacker. A weed eater. And, you know, trying to get him back with it by, you know, hitting his feet with it and uh yeah that's fuck that's when he charged me charged me with the lead pipe the weed eater didn't work enough <laughs> no shit that's when he charged me with a lead pipe yeah yeah then, 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 weed whacker versus lead pipe lead pipe usually wins he literally goes that's when he charged me with a lead pipe and then and then the fucking news report goes the weed eater didn't work <laughs> no shit we just heard he got charged with a lead pipe right <laughs> fight broke out the men say Cafondo ended up punching both of them he got me a good one in the, in the, in the, in the I want to see them get punched by Czech Cafondo so bad why was there no video on this 
Why, why do we get to see all the cool spin around stunts in the eight o'clock show, but the eight thirty show didn't have the budget for Chuck Cafando's one on one punch down? Meet the eye. One on two punch down. With the lawn care company and several others following to this parking lot. We go back in two seconds. Uh, two seconds. To like the 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 buildings that we looked at right here. Uh, pause. Smoke, smoke. Is that token. smoke token? Yeah. You mean to tell me, Chuck Cafondo went one on one with John and Jonathan in front of the smoke token? In front of the smoke token. Holy shit! Yeah. Others following to this parking lot. As soon as we pulled in, I blocked the guy in. And police followed landing Cafondo behind bars. Today, many praising the landscaping crew for stepping in as good Samaritans. I would hope somebody would do that for me in my, you know, if, if I was in that situation, just do good on right. to other people. Damn. A situation John. They realized could have ended much differently. I, I feel like Batman is only going about two seasons. It's solid, but once you lose Chuck Cafondo after the second season, obviously he escapes prison first season. Second season, they have to lock Chuck Cafondo up. We're Batman. We're, we'll go to bat for you. Cafondo ultimately arrested here She's on multiple going to the club. charges, including three counts of aggravated assault. Reporting from Murphy's Is that a Brown, snake print dress? Yes. yes. Who, who? She's a news reporter, too. Who allows this on, on the news? Whatever town this dress? is in. She's about to go hit up the smoke token. Stephanie Langston. Her email is Slankston, if you guys need to ask her. Do not. Ask her. Do not. If you need to ask her any news-related questions with her job. Crisis hasn't changed. That's what a longtime Milwaukee alderman says nearly two years after his task force made dozens of recommendations to curb reckless driving. The 35-page report was issued in June of 2020. This is is an investigation into, like, the most reckless driver in Milwaukee. 20. Fox 6 investigator Brian Polson shows you a 24-year-old driver whose record of violations is two pages longer than that. If behavior has consequences. Why y'all got to, like, I'm on a chase or something. Like, I got to catch up to you, right? 24-year-old Dyrell Chaplin. <laughs> Why you got to be, like, grabbing me? I just don't want you running. Doesn't seem worried. I can't just give my name and stuff so I can hurry up the process because I really got to go. He has people to see. I got to get to my mom because I got a funeral in the morning for my auntie. And live streams to host. Brendan Rezin, broad day, that's me. Ah. When Milwaukee politicians talk about reckless drivers... Holy shit, have dude. No respect for your life. For those who are engaged in reckless driving, beware. We will do something. They might as well call him by name. Chaplain? Yeah. In the last three years alone, police in southeast Wisconsin have stopped him 35 times. He's doing 66 miles per hour, stealing it on the viaduct is 30. That's right. 35 times in just three years. He's <laughs> got the worst driving record I've ever seen. How does he still have a license? <laughs> right? <laughs> From blowing red lights to rolling through stop signs. Yeah, go, running through red lights, you're you're like gonna kill somebody. Like, uh, cutting off traffic and speeding, lots and lots of speeding. I'm in a rush. All of it with. I'm no in place, a rush. No registration, no insurance, and no license. What? He should go to jail. <laughs> this is the world that we live in now. 
We, I mean, like we defund the police. Don't you, don't you go to jail if you drive without a license? I would. You know, I don't get it then. It's you know why? Because this person has is the boldest human being, and fortune favors the bold. I would be too scared to pull this shit off, and that's why I go to jail. Ugh. They'd smell it on me. But this guy's like, "Fuck no! That's not that's not the law. The law is you're number one." You're either first or you're last. That's the law. This is young Ricky Bobby. Driver's license on you? You're not first, no you're last. License. But I'll tell you my name's so Arthur. Oh, you don't got your ID on him? Uh-uh. Yet every time police stop him. Bro, you take over the speed, man, okay? They let him drive away. <laughs> I mean, you just let him go to continue violating the law. One officer <laughs> even left him with this. Do me a favor, slow down, right? In case you missed it, that <laughs> not was bump a him? bump. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this kind of like... Totally blows apart the stereotype Don't. of what? We'll get demonetized. Oh, we will? Police are killing black people. I mean, sometimes they are. Yes. But this we'll stop there. This is an example of them like take being too easy. Okay, we got it. We gotta start selling bonus buckets, Ben. Okay. We gotta we got you you put us in a fucking food bucket territory. Someone. You can't say this shit on YouTube. Someone like that. Driving like that. For Tristan Thomas, that someone was his sister. It's been extremely, extremely hard. Police say the man who caused the crash that killed Dwinetta Thomas last month had been driving with a revoked license for five years. So you can imagine what he thinks. My blood was boiling. Okay, yeah, so this guy's sister was killed by a similar driver. Yeah. Driver. Well, I mean, so you, you look at this. Anybody's kid, anybody's sister, anybody's dad, mom... You yourself, if there's nobody you care about more than yourself, you could be killed by this shit. Yep. This is fucking serious. Yeah, yeah, this is serious. The way he was driving so fast, like, going back and forth, and there was just, like, an oncoming lane, like, right next to him, that's to really be honest, dangerous. The cop probably gave him knuckle bump because he's like, thank God I didn't have to shoot somebody today. Hammered with their own reckless behavior. They record it. You really have no regard for anybody else's life, much less your own. Y'all know what the f- going on. We out here with you now. You're out here thinking they knew him by really name. Not. They're like Chaplin. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. I this gotta time. get out of here. Is is he got uh, a funeral tomorrow? Is he somebody's uh like a- affluent child? I have no idea. Something need to be done about this because we can't wait any longer. Mabel's right. Folks are just plain fed up. Last that year, guy mounting pu- was a cartoon. Folks are just played fed up. It's Mr. Magoo. It was a fucking cartoon. That guy was not human. Look, pressure. Milwaukee police launched the traffic safety unit. <laughs> Lee Gall says, is this a sitcom character? This might be the actual bad guy. I said I said we were going to have little Bow Wow play the bad guy in, uh, in the... In the, the Old and the arduous, whatever, the fact, whatever it was. Remember those gentlemen were was Bocock and Hannon. Yeah, Bocock yeah. and Hannon. Bocock and Hannon was to be played by Little Bow Wow. We have our fucking lead villain for for the, the for the Fast and the Furious. He fucking... was the reckless driver yes! that was put. Yes, this is not his own show. This is a... we cast our fucking bad guy Dude, people. Make it happen. We cast our bad guy. We're gonna put him in hometown, hometown USA, and he's gonna run. The fucking Bocock and Hannon, insane. <laughs> Everybody, uh, quick reminder. I am premiering my cover version of the Hobo Rap by Sex Twister exclusively 
on the video version of tonight's show that will be uploaded to Spotify. So use the link down below. There's a there's a link that says uh, watch the video version of the show on Spotify. And actually, I'll link it in the chat. Go there, subscribe to our feed there. Uh, I put the full video version of every show over here. And a lot of times I have to edit the YouTube version and the full, full version goes over to Spotify. So there's a link right there for you. Uh, and you'll see it'll be right at the very beginning of this episode when I publish it to Spotify. Probably no longer than like 30 to 40 minutes after this episode ends. So Live at 8 p.m., Bocock and Hannon go one-on-one with angry street racing kids. And, and the, 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 the big bad kid, I don't remember his name, Chaplin. Chaplin live streams it all. But then at 8.30, we have the Batman where Jonathan and John take on... Was it Czech Gafondo? Something like that. In front of the smoke token? I have a bad short-term In front of the smoke token? Or TSU and put Captain Jeffrey's son in charge. Narrated by the Langston woman who had the snake fucking dress on. March 1st and August 31st last year, TSU officers wrote more than 15,000 speeding tickets. That's four times the same period in 2020 and triple that of 2019 before the pandemic. But Milwaukee Alderman... Yeah, there's something like the pandemic made people crazy, like crazier than they were before. A band? There's way more shootings now and all kinds of stuff that, like, the frequency of, like, bad things has gone up. I, I think it has. I think it also has to go with the fact that a lot of people are having a lot less uh, resources to spend. Uh, there's a lot more desperation. But I just got a call from the network. What and network? It sweeps week, and we don't have... The viewers we had when Bocock and Hannon debuted, when Batman debuted, uh, we have to try and get Jesse Ventura to make a special appearance, uh, and he's got to pick up some weed for his his wife from the smoke token. Okay, Michael, so that'll be the Sweeps Week episode. Alone. Okay, Won't good. Cut it with repeat offenders. Take those tickets, look at them, throw them in the back seat of the car. Thanks very much. They drive off. That's exactly what happens. Chaplin has racked up more than nine thousand dollars in huh. fines for now, 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 now. tickets. Has oh. he made more than nine thousand in donuts? Well, look at look at what he. Oh, he's got paper. Almost all of which remain unpaid. Hello there. It is moved. Hello there, Eggy No Belts. To a whole different level of. Uh, Disrespect. Tyrone Dumas wants the city to send a stronger message. What's wrong with lowering the boom? The county's former director. I like of how this spent. This fucking news station is so scared to comment on this. Both of the talking heads they got to counteract it were black men. <laughs> They're like, well, uh, as white news organization, we're going to need to ask two black men what they think about this. <laughs> 10 years helping young drivers get suspended licenses reinstated. But with the recent surge in reckless behavior, his tone has changed. One of my friends told me... This is just like a ton of people that just drove through a red light right there. It's so Man, fucked up. Man, your old age, you done got mean. Consider what happened last summer. I was going 50. Uh, the speed limit is on, on 30. I was when going 50. sheriff's deputy stopped Chaplin... Oh, the speed limit's times. only 30. He's like, yeah, I was bragging. <laughs> in 33 days. I ain't, I ain't running the stop sign. Dude, I yield. Camera, my guy. I yield. I'm not here to mess with you, bro. Every time. Stopped as a white four-door. He was driving the same car. 
a white Infinity G37. With no license plate on it. (laughs) BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Bet <laughs> if you don't have your car for 30 days, you'll think about the fact that, ooh, there's a consequence. In October, for 30 emailed, days, pal, it should Jeffrey be like in, in, indefinite. <laughs> Haven't they let him go 30 times? Is that, the what, city's new is that what they said? He responded. He suggested officers crack <laughs> this new chief of police. We had to get a black chief of police so we could stop this guy from mass mass murdering people in his car. Oh, God. Fuck. This is weird. Down on reckless drivers by taking their cars. And it was one of those, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Police. <laughs> the white guy's like, well, now that we look eye. at it. Now that we look at it through the eyes of everybody here co-signing, this is wrong. This is wrong. Yes. Take their car. (laughs) The Milwaukee Fire and Police Commission approved a change in policy. Now we have the option to tow the vehicle. Starting May 1st, officers will be able to tow a reckless driver's car if the vehicle is unregistered and the driver was stopped for endangering public safety, exceeding the speed limit by 25 miles per hour, fleeing from police or racing. Let's do all of these things they have to hit to take the car or or racing. So it's the first thing plus one of the other four. Yeah. It's the first thing plus any of the other four. Thomas is concerned that policy is too limited. It's a small step. We do not want officers waiting for tows for hours on end. And Captain Sun says officers will still have discretion. I'm not worried about the plates or insurance or nothing. The officer does have an option, but most officers are going to tow. I'm not worried about the plates or insurance. There's no plates. There's no driver's license. So, like, if they don't have insurance either, so, like, yeah. if they kill someone, all the medic or, or if they injure someone really bad, all the medical bills and he all that about, shit. He had about $600 cash in his hand in that one video. That should cover it, right? Well, I mean, no. Oh. individual. <laughs> oh. One member of the Fire and Police Commission warns the new tow policy will have a disparate impact on poor drivers. That's also why I disagree that this is the yeah, was outvoted. How about this? Uh, How about this? If if you're poor and you get a ticket, you don't have to pay it. But if you're uh, driving without a license, driving without all this shit, and you're reckless driving, yeah. here's my rule, okay? Everybody should be allowed to break one law while they're driving, but only one. If you don't have insurance, you better have a license. If you're speeding, you better have insurance. You better have a license. You better have all your fucking tabs in place. You get one law broken, and that's it. Five to one. Why am I supposed to bleed my heart for you when you were willing to put other people in danger? Danger is written all over Dyrell Chaplin's driving record. 37 pages, man. 
The question is what it will take to change his behavior before the consequences are irreversible. The police department's new. I want to know what his channel is. Super <laughs> reckless drivers takes effect this Sunday. But while Tyrone Dumas was hoping their cars would be taken for 30 days, the police department says there is no time frame set on that policy. In theory, Captain Sun says they could come right here to the city tow lot the same day to get their cars back out. Aww. However, the Department of Public Works says those reckless drivers will have to pay for towing and storage, and they'll have to get their cars <laughs> properly. <laughs> what registered. a fucking scam! Slap on the wrist. They can, they can get the car out the same day as long as the city makes their four hundred dollars. Fuck that, dude. This is fucking uh, Dumas guys like, maybe slap them on the wrist, take the car away for 30 days. That'll teach them a lesson. State's like, nope, we just want our 400 bucks. <laughs> Catch them, release. Oh, you get caught 10 times? 4,000 bucks. Jesus Christ. Um, here's a Coachella road rage incident. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the f- <laughs> It's like the John Cena meme where he walks out of the fucking wall with his face out. They come face to face with an angry man who throws a bottle through their window. They were just trying to get to Coachella when the traffic was apparently too much for that man. Thankfully, other drivers were there to help. KTLA's Carlos Sacedo has more of that disturbing cell phone video. Carlos. Yeah, while there were multiple encounters of aggression with the road rage driver and one of his passengers, and now the victims, they are coming forward, banding together, sharing videos on social media, on TikTok, putting them on blast. Putting them on blast. Oh, my God. A Coachella confrontation. <laughs> this guy's fucking face. He's got a Jared Genesis haircut. He the, the way he's looking through that broken window makes him look like the most violent man in the history yeah. of, of or like like oh you could tell me this guy did the Boston bombing I'd be like yeah sure broken tell me he fucking line. shot up all the you could tell me he was Sam Hyde level of school shooting right. and I'd be like yeah of course Sunday he looks evil through that broken glass the music festival during a traffic jam an aggressive driver and he he looks drunk Honda CRV tries cutting off several cars. So I saw everything happen for what it is, only because he was actually harassing me at first, trying to merge into my lane. You know, what sucks? you know what sucks? All these people that are going to Coachella are kind of the people I want this shit to happen to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go to Coachella. Well, and they're you... all so fucking up their own ass. Here. <laughs> like, like, in my heart, I'm like, this guy's fucking psycho, but I'm also like, he might be the hero I, I asked for. passenger in the suspected SUV started hurling insults. This is, this is, this is what that in- influencer woman earlier who tried to say her kids were going to attempt kidnapped. Yeah. This is the fucking smoke she wants. All these people had this up on their fucking Instagram page. Oh my God, I was attacked. They want this smoke. They want this. They okay. know it's good for interaction. Nobody really ever expects to go to a festival and just get assaulted and harassed. You know what I mean? So like, it's always good energy, good vibes. <laughs> you didn't they go to didn't festivals the in the 90s then, the my dude. wouldn't end there. It's what happened next, as the kids nowadays say, that killed the vibe. <laughs> the kids these days say, Killed the vibe. A backseat passenger throws what appears to be a glass bottle into a different vehicle, shattering a side window. What's wrong with you? Look at that. Hey, you're a witness. That's when Sean steps out and confronts the driver. I had to stand up for them, so 
I knew they were scared just as much as I was too. They managed to get there, the there's our John and Jonathan vehicles license plate. He went to bat for them at Coachella and takes off. I know they were scared. I was too. Where's your weed whacker, dude? I totally get that. You know what I mean? But it doesn't give you a right. This is like if MTV made a version of Batman. This fucking John and Jonathan. They hire this fucking cute guy to play. I just wanted to know what he did was wrong that's all like i don't care for him to go to jail or do whatever like i just want to know i probably should go to jail for that no i just want him to know what he did was wrong because we're raising a generation of people who think calling the police is bad (laughs) and sometimes it is sometimes sometimes it is look we don't want somebody who throws a fucking glass bottle through a window and could potentially blind a, a woman in a back seat or worse to have zero consequences for it we don't but. we don't we don't want him to go to jail we just want him to feel bad um why am i pro incarceration right now what happened to me at the beginning of this episode where i'm spouting pro incarceration cheated lied to or tricked She's tackling every opportunity to make some. Oh, she's like an investigator. Yeah, every news channel, every news channel has one of these. Like, can we go back two seconds? Why this fucking guy in the background here? Is he crawling? Oh, he's working. I thought he was crawling. Yeah, focus, Billy. Focus. My guy's on his hands and knees. It was a split second. Focus. I'm like, why is he crawling behind her? Pong back and forth, really frustrating, Um, just stressful. Having to move my life around for all this. A Lando Lakes woman has been without her car for two months. Lando Lakes. delivery driver backed into it while it was parked in her driveway. The car was hauled to a shop and she was told... So her her car got totaled by an Amazon delivery truck. Who was driving that truck. She has not been paid for the damage. Getting no answers on her own. She knew she I think it was Sheikah Fango. Jen Josh, this woman was minding her own business when her car was slammed into. All she wants now is either to get her car repaired or to receive a settlement check so she can buy another one. Amazon pulled up right here. Sarah Dooley was sitting in her driveway on a Friday night in February when an Amazon delivery driver made a big mistake. He hits the gas thinking he's going to go out and his rams right back into my car. And it knocked it forward and backward. And the step that he uses to get into the truck was actually, like, in my car. What was his reaction? What did he do when that happened? He literally just was holding the steering wheel and put his head down on it because he knew he messed up. Her 2018 Toyota RAV4 was left with back-end damage. Not the RAV. pictures from the accident scene. Sarah tells me it took weeks to get the car into a body shop. And then Amazon's insurance company told her that after the car was taken apart, the shop found even more damage, and it was too costly to repair. They started saying, okay, well, it looks like we're going to total it. That's two days after I had just paid the car off. That's right. As fate would have it, two days after she paid off her first car, she learned it was a total loss. She says Amazon is paying for a rental car, and she was told she'd get a check for the value of her car. But now, two months after the accident, Sarah says Amazon's insurance company told her they may try to fix it after all. But they're not sure. I reached out to Amazon, and a spokesman acknowledged this doesn't sound right and promised to get to the bottom of this. We want some answers. So the insurance company was jerking her around. That's so fucking stupid. Amazon can afford to pay that. Better call banking. Banking versus Bezos. Get our car back or get our settlement amount. Whatever you know, it may come down to. I'm fine with either or. Just make it right and let's put this. Yeah, like get her a car. 
I Holy shit. By is that Chris Farley's daughter? Car is, and learned that the paperwork she already signed actually released the car to the insurance company, and so that means she technically doesn't own this car anymore, even though she still hasn't been paid a single penny for it. Jen. That's so fucked up. They're like, why don't you just give us the car, you know? How frustrating. What's the next step here? Well, I reached out to Amazon, and just moments ago, Amazon emailed me back to say that they are now working directly with the customer and other parties involved, and they want to make this right. And, of course, that sounds very promising, so I will keep on this to make sure that it is made right because it needs to be. You shouldn't have to contact the news to figure this shit out. Better call banking. Apparently so. What is this? Uh, oh, oh my God! Have you seen the AI pizza commercial? Uh, I, I it's so yes, crazy. Yes. All right. I'm. I'll start the next segment. Here it is. I'd like to believe they're so stingy that Amazon disassembled and sold the driver for his base components and kept the money. <laughs> it sounds something comparable to that. It's possible. Um, yeah, here it is. Pepperoni Hug Spot. It's an AI-made TV commercial. Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni Hug Spot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. Need delivery? Pizzas come fast. <laughs> knock, knock, who's there? Pizza magic. Eat pepperoni hug spot pizza. Your tummy say thank you. Your mouth say, mmm. Pepperoni It kind of looks like a pizza. It's like family, but with more cheese. It's like family, but with more cheese. Yeah. Now, I saw one of these uh, AI it was a trailer for the great Catsby and I can't find it right now, but it was actually scary how clean this trailer looked for being AI. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it wherever I had it before. Maiden's blood, the blood of <laughs> halitosis breath. Whatever, my man's lives. <laughs> pause it. Oh, that wasn't a good pause. I don't like to talk shit about his halitosis breath. If we can get a good cobra kiss face pause, we're gonna do a triple kiss with cobes. Who the fuck is that? Dark meth priest, Hobo Dave. What's up, YouTube? Wall talker, uh, Dave. Smell the roses. <laughs> oh, dude, it's bike time. Weather permits. It looks 
like the weather is very nice. God damn it! He fell. Sorry about that, YouTube. Uh, the day of reckoning is coming. I warn my trolls right now. You fuckers have harassed me nonstop for the last 10 plus fucking years. And your shit's gonna end. There you go. That's a promise. There's spinner spies everywhere. Yeah. That's how I rock and that's how I roll. <laughs> if that was real, that would be insane. Fucking A, as soon as I pulled my wand out and waved it, boom, instant. Instant death. For those of you who aren't familiar, oh shit, he summoned. His blow-up doll came back. <laughs> He's just out here recklessly yeah. wanding. Magic is might. Remember that, YouTube. <laughs> Magic is might. Oh, that's a face melter right there. Me and Satan are best buds. Like, hey, Cobra, I want you to torture sickos when you die. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Satan's good, because he tortures sickos when they die. Whoa! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he him dead? Is that all the farts escaping his body after he dies? It's his soul. Oh no, he's gonna inc he's gonna It's like child's play almost. Illicit soul transfer. That was very well made. I enjoyed that. Quality. Here's that AI thing that you sent me. In a world of glamour and intrigue where nothing is quite as it seems. Okay. One chance. When I watched this, it was on a, my phone screen. So it looked better. It looked better. But this is still pretty impressive. No, no, no. Look how far it's come. Right? Imagine 10 years from now. We pause it here. Look at this guy trying to hold this glass. AI does not know how to make hands. Not yet. But that's hard to draw by. Like, people who draw. <laughs> the creator of Deadpool are hard has, to learn. Has, has handed feet trouble. It's to a night of unforgettable adventure and romance. The music, the atmosphere. It's like stepping into a whimsical dream. This is pretty fucking impressive. Dream even more enchanting, madame. Now, I think this was edited together. Unexpected twists and a touch of feline elegance. This whimsical and captivating romantic comedy set in the glamorous 1930s era is sure to sweep you off your feet. This night just keeps getting more and more peculiar. Well, they do say that curiosity killed the cat. But in this case, it seems to have given it a double life. From the visionary creator of Taste of Duality comes a movie that will leave you spellbound and craving more. This is so... Get ready to experience the magic of... 
the great cat spy. <laughs> AI couldn't pronounce Catsby right? Yeah, the yeah. Great, the great cat spy. <laughs> and the pursuit of the perfect romance. Furries would eat this shit up. This is better than cats. Coming soon to a screen near you. I like how this trailer has narration, which doesn't really happen anymore in movie trailers. There's not yeah, usually not really. like a vocal narrator. Sometimes you'll get text, but you know, there always used to be like in a world, you know. But they kind of stopped doing that. Um, here's Cobra feeding Mango to Puff. Oh, shit. Ooh. YouTube, look at that. Puffers has got some snackage action. He's got a Are those dead bugs? Mango. I think so. Killed all the skin off. Which is not good. But and I put it in there and I sprinkled a little bit of calcium powder. Because how long have they been top, in there? Even though we spread it. That's spread a lot of dead cage. bugs. I gave him just a tiniest of sprinkles. Is this calcium powder on? There's it. fucking like worms and but. Is this bad or is this good? I don't know. Is this is this the right thing to do? Living bugs are better. I thought living bugs were better. This is definitely oh, <laughs> Cobes. I know you want to have a, a food hack for Puff. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully Puff gets super fat and just becomes a chonkin bearded dragon. I would like that. I like fat animals, but holy shit! His lettuce and his mango, and then I covered it, as you can see, in delicious, delicious crickets. Delicious. Cobes looks like he's about to eat this shit. This is not something that much different than what Cobes has already eaten on camera. A little bit more cricket action, just to, uh, yeah. That's gonna be one happy bearded dragon. Do you know that, uh, my bearded dragon's a ventriloquist? Hey, Puff, what do you gotta say to the trolls? Hey, man, fuck your YouTube trolls. <laughs> I think you're an awesome dude, and that mango looks delicious. And you this is how you know Cobes loves Puff. Usually, when he does a voice for something, it's like a subordinate voice. It's looking down on, like, even Sean. He has love for Sean, but Sean is, is inferior to Cobes. He's the child to father. He loves Puff because he's giving Puff an even more masculine voice than his own. That's tender care that Cobra has here. Put crickets on top. You're the best lizard owner ever. By the way, I forgot to bring this up, I, so I'll, I'll ask you. Uh, did you hear about Chris Chan was spotted at a Walmart? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like Sasquatch photos of yeah. Chris Chan in a Walmart. Yep. Everybody, this is like, it's trending on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Hey, YouTube trolls, you can suck my lizard cock. What? Yeah, I want you to eat my lizard shit, trolls. Will I eat your mom out? Num, 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 num. Puff. Yeah, fuck the trolls. They're all a bunch of assholes. I didn't, I didn't think Puff's voice that? sounded like YouTube, that. No, Cobes respects Puff. He makes him like the That's Vin Diesel my, of, his, uh, of his characters. He's a dragon to be a ventriloquist, if you believe it. But yeah, he's got these uh, crickets that my fans sent me in the care package. Weapon up a nice big poop for my trolls. Grasshoppers, I mean. They're grasshoppers, not crickets. My bad. But same fucking thing. They're not the same thing. 
Yeah. Beardies can eat grasshoppers and crickets. Yes, they can. If you told me Cobes was going to eat this himself, I'd believe you. Yeah. There we go. That's enough. All right, I'm going to move on to this video. The Jealous Trolls. What's up? What Sound up? like a rock star villain. It is April 27th. Tomorrow, 28th. New album is dropping for pre-order. Damn, is that out there now? Yeah. Have you not listened to Cobes' new rap album? No. I caught the tail end of the debut stream. Hmm. You're so jealous of Puff. I'm sitting here waiting patiently to go live. Like, I'll go live when I fucking feel like it, dude. Thanks for tuning in. I read the comments and I just laugh my ass off. I'd rather spend my days taking excellent care of Puff than, like, go out of my way to fuck with my trolls in real life. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking stupid. Blunt Raps and Cobra Coils is the name of the album. Yeah, it's, uh... Blunt Raps and Cobra Coils. I heard Spitter Spies might be the hottest track on the album. I haven't got to soak in the whole thing yet. But the last stuff I heard... Uh, there was some good stuff. <laughs> the Cobra Cantina was was fantastic. I think it was the Cobra Cantina is what it was called. It was so good. Yeah, Hawkeye says Cobra's Cantina is awesome. It was really good. It was near the tail end of the album. I was listening to it. I was like, I like this. This album may be too gangster goth for younger audiences to handle, so adult content warning it contains coarse, strong language, and reeks of bad boy goth attitude. Viewers listening is advised. If you're easy is that a uh, cool taste on the turntables? Just one thing to say. If you are offended by this album, kiss my Asperger's. Wiki, wiki, wiki. I'm Siri. I like to titty fuck King Cobra. He has a massive, huge cock, and his trolls are super jealous because Josh is one badass motherfucker who gets mad pussy at all the chicks, and he shreds guitar better than any. His trolls do, and his trolls are pussy butt crack licking ass fucking losers who like to suck their mom's cunts. Hey, I'm Siri. I, I think you can still get the, the tapes from Deathbed Tapes. Yeah. Just mad as hell because Cobra is that has his Imagine cover on it. A lot of people don't know that the first clip was not an intro. It was an actual warning. This is the Siri intro. Chosen man, because they got a score to settle. I got them pissed off like boiling hot, like popcorn on a fucking kettle. Watch the dust settle, like Kansas dust in the wind. They're just mad because 
I found their mom's OnlyFans porn. Ooh. Yo, fuck the trolls. Yo, I go on acid and mushroom trips. These fucking trolls are mad just because they got the fucking drips. And their fucking daughter. Do they have spitter spies on here? Got them yeah, it's the whole album on here. It's on the deathbed tapes. Uh, you should skip to spitter spies. It doesn't have. It, it doesn't have the tracks marked. Ah. Uh. Yeah, they should have created like chapters. Or Who whatever. knows how to get to Spitter Spies? I don't know on what here. what number it is, like or what what the time is on here. Anybody who, yeah, Hawkeye might know. That's I'm going to keep playing this while we wait. Just like it just proves I'm famous. It just proves I'm famous. famous. My trolls wouldn't go out of the way to fuck with me. Yeah, Gavin's a YouTube troll, and they donated a bunch of money to talk shit on Puff, and it's pretty sad. Don't donate to talk shit on Nobody Puff. Nobody is jealous of you. We all just think you're a pathetic, drunk failure. You're an animal-abusing sicko with no life. You better not respond, boy. Yeah, you're so triggered by Cobra. You know he's none of those things. I would open for King Cobra if I ever got the chance. You know what, Gavin? Here's the thing. I want to say thank you for your open, like performing before him on a rap show. Oh, not Not, your butt? Not my butt. Oh, why don't you get him a show at Numo's? I wonder if they would book him. I wonder. That'd be hilarious, or or at least like the Fun House or something. I wonder how many people in Seattle actually are Cobra fans. I feel like some people. It could probably do the Fun House. We could probably. Bring in a crowd. <laughs> Should we hire King Cobra to headline the Drunken Peasants meetup? That would be hilarious. Oh my god! Give him a plane ticket and like I don't know five hundred bucks. You think he'd do a oh my god performance for five hundred bucks? Probably. Hotel, plane ticket, five hundred bucks, weed, food. Nope. And he'll headline alive. Like. Nobody would care if you drank on camera, dude. You wouldn't have the recognition I have. And right now I'm just drinking some G Fuel to get all pepped up, not a sponsor, because my fans send me free stuff like G Fuel and shooters in the mail so I get to do like wicked drink combos. I listed two last night. You get a pair of wands for sale, and they were sold within a couple hours, dude. Yep. We'll get those uh, done as soon as we can. Let my VIP tickets. You uh, you get in early, and there's like a Cobra mixology session where he whips up some drink combos it's for a, all the. It's a eat and greet. Yes. Food hacks. Yes. Try on the stain before adding the shiny to make it nice and pretty. My lathe is acting a little funky, but it could still make wands. Just need to get some more wand wood. He should just get a new one. I'll be able to do that when I get my album money. A good chunk of that's going to be going towards light bulbs and food for my puff. So he's 3442. Let's see. 34. This album's about an hour long almost, I think. Yep. 3442. Yep. Spitter Spies. Track 8. 3442. Oh. This is. Fucking trolls about to witness their fucking demise. Cause we got eyes on the inside. Surprise. 
Motherfuckers already know Spit of spies Better recognize You fucking greatness You fucking with Cobra And you hate this Game that I'm playing I got the fame Motherfuckers know my name But no one gives a fuck About yours Spit of spies Better recognize You still gonna face Their fucking demise Spit of spies Better recognize Fuck the trolls <laughs> Fuck the trolls Jealous my own game Spit of spies Better recognize Fuck the trolls Trolls is acting sour Cause they're jealous Of my demonic power Hating Cause I'm hanging out with Satan or whether they're, they're hating because he's hanging out with Satan because they want to be masturbating to their mom because they got fucking issues already beat off and beat them to it because I'm just that kind of guy why because motherfuckers know my name yeah yeah spitters spies better recognize fuckers mad your tempers boiled because motherfuckers the spitter spies your plans got foiled Manny T Mac and she says there's no way he produced the tracks on this album they're actually some dope beats. Yeah, these are just beats that were downloaded off of, yeah, uh, like free beats. Yeah, Spitter Spies better recognize. So Cobes got Spitter Spies. They're they're double agents. They hang out in the troll crowd, and they troll the trolls and bring back the knowledge to King Cobra. Spitter Spies better recognize. The trolls are fucked now. We need to. Change his name to King Cobra the Brain JFS. He's Kendrick Cobra JFS. Lives the longest and healthiest and happiest life. You know, bearded dragons kick ass and they're super easy to take care of. You learn, I've been like researching the hell out of them like an autistic than I am. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I know what I'm doing. Using his superpower. A question you ask Google. It's pretty straightforward. I found out that bearded Not always. can have hard-boiled eggs, but they have to be cooled off to room temperature, and they have to be de-shelled, of course. And you can't give it to them too Mountain often. Mountain Dew hard-boiled eggs for a puff coming right up. Because they're high in protein, and your beard, you'll appreciate the, the soft textures. Okay, I don't think that's how bullying works. This is watermelon G feeling has been real quiet since Cobe started spitting fire. Right? We don't need a Detroit versus Casper beef. No. Just, I still have the G feel container that my fans sent me. It glows in the dark. Sweet. Sweet. No, I'm very protective of Puff, and my trolls are fucking stupid assholes. How was that? Even if it's only 11 cents, you're still donating money, donating money to the person you hate. I gotta say, I appreciate it. Thanks for your donation. Realistically, if my trolls went live and they were dogged on Cobra as hard as they could, why would I send them DoorDash with my own money? Just to see their reaction on camera, you know, that, that's stupid. It's entertainment. Why would I donate to their PayPal just to talk shit when I could do it for free? Fuck the trolls. That only cost me two cents. Because Ooh. here's oh. my two cents, one and two. Ooh. My two cents is free. Who sent you sent for King Cobra B? Uh-oh. I'm going to tear the trolls a new asshole with this rap album because it's not just fuck the trolls and fuck this and fuck that. It's actually got lyrical thoughts behind it. And then the beats I used on top of it, Chef's Kiss. That's Amore. Either combining free beats with other beats. 
Man, like, could you pull the rap album back up? Yeah. Could you drop in about 10 minutes before it's over? Uh, I think that's about the mark where Cobra's Cantina comes uh, Cobra's Cantina. Uh, at the Cobra's Cantina. Yeah, you'll be able to pause it when you need to. I'm just going to step up. Imagine you're like fucking a baddie and this comes on. Can you imagine you're balls deep in a baddie? You ejaculate balls deep inside of a baddie. This is on. This comes on. You ejaculate balls deep inside of a baddie while this is on. And she has your firstborn kid. You literally conceived a human life listening to Cobra's Cantina. I'm saying it needs to be done. Somebody out there, bang a baddie to Cobra's Cantina, make a child to this song, please. Quench your thirst for adventure. The cutest cocktail waitresses you've ever seen. Uh, at the Cobra's Cantina. Fuck the bullshit of the day, and you know what I mean. Uh, when I say let's have a drink at the Cobra's Cantina, tastiest drinks you've ever seen, uh, where the prices are fair and the weather's just fine. <laughs> where the prices are fair and the weather's just fine. <laughs> He's like, look, it's not the perfect place. The prices are fair. The weather's just fine. Come here, lean against the wall. But we got the cutest waitresses you've ever seen uh, here at Cobra's Cantina. At the Cobra's Cantina, have a drink and hang out with your friends because they seen ya. At the <laughs> Cobra's Cantina, we're drinking at the Cobra's Cantina. Sexiest cocktail waitresses you've ever seen. Sexiest cocktail waitresses you've ever seen. At the Cobra's Cantina. That's that's where I, I turned when I tuned in the other night. That was what was playing. And I was like, well, we have ourselves a fucking banger. We caught ourselves a banger, baby. At the Cobra's Cantina. It's like, you remember, what was it, the late aughts? Was it the, like, 2007, 2008, maybe? Uh, T-Pain, Little Wayne, everybody started doing auto-tune like crazy. 
What if King Cobra starts the new wave of music and we have autism tune where it just sounds like it's getting pretty close. Some of the stuff before Cobra has been pretty autistic and spurgy. Autism tune might be the future at the Cobra's Cantina. Ben, while you were gone, yeah, we, we listened to Cobra's Cantina. Yeah. Pretty good track. Pretty good track. Uh, but now that you're back, I want to tell you... Uh, That's most definitely what is up. Most, hey, we got to uh, 12.5% of the weekly goal. Grazie. Better than nothing. Thank you, Fix All. It's great. I, I have, a, I have a, a PDF file confession. I have, I have to get it off my chest or I'm going to carry this with me forever. I had a terrible PDF file moment this week. With a literal PDF file? No, it was myself. I I went to the movies. No. Yeah, I went to see a double feature yesterday. Mm-hmm. I got to the theater pretty early. I, I There was a mystery movie at 7. I had like an hour, over two hours before that. And I was like, I'm going to go watch a movie. Okay. My choices were this, uh, I think it's called Susu or something. It's like a World War II Nazi killing super violent movie from the John Wick people. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't. I don't know if I want to sit through a super violent movie. And the other movie that fit in the the, the time uh, was uh, "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret." And I don't know what that is. I, it had Benny Softy and Rachel McAdams in it, Kathy Bates. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, hold up, those are great actors. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do I want to watch this hyper violent Nazi murder movie? Or do I want to go watch something with these great actors, a little more chill? I don't know what the mystery movie is. Maybe it's going to be violent. I'm like, I don't want to go into the mystery movie with, like, hyper-violence on my mind. So I go to see this fucking movie, uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And it's two hours of a 12-year-old going through puberty. I was the only person in the theater, which made me feel better. Because, like, if anybody else saw me in that theater, they would think I was a, a creeper. They'd be like, "Oh, that's a sicko." I don't know. This movie was not made for me. This was not made for <clears> me. <throat> when I uh, I should have went and saw the Nazi murder movie. When I was in Canada, I saw this and had to keep one of them. It's a black. It's a black toonie. Is it colored or is it? No, no, no. They made it black uh, because the queen died. Oh, so they. They like made the part that's usually silver black. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because it, normally it's shiny and and metallic. It is Judy Bloom to everybody asking in our audience. And I remember reading Judy Bloom books when I was a kid, and I thought it was Judy Bloom. And I'm like, you know, maybe maybe, maybe this will be a fun movie. Like, I love uh, Benny Softy and and Rachel McAdams and Kathy Bates. They they do great films. And you know what? To be honest, this movie was probably a great film. But I shouldn't be watching 12-year-olds kiss bedposts and have their period. That was too much. I did not feel comfortable in that theater. And I'm glad nobody else was in there with me because I would have felt super uncomfortable if there were like 12-year-olds watching. I'd be like, nope, I got to go. I can't sit here. Even if it's free, just so that's... Here's a five. Frank and Pinky with the shikos. I might be on a watch list right now. Clicks in it, but like I missed it once they're in Deathbed, the raw cover, but that's his... 
Listen to Homeboy Scotty's new album, I'm Not Dead, releasing on my label oh, tomorrow. It's going to be Ouch. cool. I appreciate Deathbed Tapes. And it shows I got the talent to rap, other than just the usual Danny Phil screaming and power metal-esque Avagrande metal that I normally do. Because... He's multifaceted. Did he say Avagrande? I think he meant avant-garde, but yes, he said Avagrande. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's like a Zeo de Dong yes. type moment right there. That's the next album name, uh, Ava Grande. Ava Grande. That's beautiful. Ava Grande. <laughs> that's my stripper name. Kiss. Welcome to the and stage, Ava Grande. Isn't she hot, guy? My stripper music is just the fat guy tuba you song. Can always get a wand. You can buy a T-shirt. Check out the soap. I love tactical soap. Check out that soap, y'all. I have notorious bad luck with women, but I don't let that stop me from treating them with with respect and just waiting patiently, you know? Sometimes that's what it takes. What it really takes... Yes, waiting patiently. What it really takes is breaking the law. My experience... Chicks dig outlaws. He did break the law. He went to jail. Why are girls not humping the way it smells? Oh, I mean, that's just testimony, dude. It's just kind of a double standard because I'm autistic and goth. So I come off as creepy if you don't know (laughs) who I am. You know, and it is what it is. You think I'm creepy? You should meet my fucking YouTube trolls. Gavin then donated another 33 cents because they were so pissed off that I reread their donation to talk shit, calling them jealous. And they were so fucking jealous they donated more money to me. It's like. Damn, they're so jealous. I don't think my trolls understand how bullying works. Damn. To be honest, I really don't think they understand the logic behind that. You rule their sorry lives. But we chilling like. Can we get Cobes in some sort of. Like criminal organization, so he gets like targeted what? by a CIA honeypot. How great would that be if his like six year his 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 six year dry spell ended because the CIA sent a honeypot down to his house to get information out of him? And they had this hot uh, like uh, Scarlett Johansson style spy come in doing her civic duty for America as a CIA agent, honeypotting the Cobes for intel. Can we can we somehow like put a tip into the CIA to make this happen? Kind like, of like orchestrate a huge plot to get Cobra laid by a CIA honeypot? Care of an animal, getting into that routine. You can't replace him though. He's one of a kind, and he's going to live a long ass life, dude. That is a handsome bearded dragon. Well, we don't even know how old it is, so we don't know. You know he has booze in that G Fuel. He's looking at the G Fuel like they know. Yep. <laughs> He's swirling it. The door says, "Ignore the troll thing. Do ignore the sign. I am streaming. If it's paid for, leave it here. I own the trolls, King Cobra JFS. I'm straight." <laughs> he has the whole sign memorized. <laughs> You know, finding someone to love is hard, and I think the troll sending grinder days to my apartment is just next level fucked up. It's bad enough they scare off girls that I like, 
But then they're getting some poor gay dude's hopes up. That's that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> that poor gay dude thought he was going to get to fuck King Cobra. LGBTQ rights, and they make fun of me for being goth. So it's like, oh, you know what would be really funny? I'm like, how would you feel if you were in their shoes, bud? You know, like, you want to fuck with Cobra and call me names, whatever, that's your prerogative. But they actively go out of low the way battery to fuck smoke with other detector. people just to fuck with me. And it's like desperate, dude. It is sad. It is fucking beyond sad. <laughs> oh, man. At some point, you just say, you know what? Why am I getting mad at this dumb shit? These people are fucking pathetic losers. Scene, interior, Casper, Wyoming. There's a knock at the door. King Cobra walks <laughs> the door, answers. At the door, it's Ava Grande. She's wearing a snakeskin dress. And she's here. She has dire news for King Cobra. There's a fire in her crotch, and it needs to be doused. She needs trouser trout to swim deep inside her. Give her the bogrito. Make a drink combo on her burning pussy. But it turns out the entire time Ava Grande was really federal agent working for the CIA to honeypot King Cobra and get information on a known warlord. Alex. Losers. I'd rather spend all day going live, taking care of my lizard, keeping him safe. You know, and when it gets to a point where my fans are fucking sick of it, and the trolls get a taste of their own medicine, they scurry like little cowardly cockroaches. Swirling that shit. Somebody, <laughs> Frank and Piggy says the movie Joe's Apartment any good? Somebody Thank should the take fans. the co- cockroach scenes from Joe's Apartment and cut them with King Cobra's apartment, dude. That would and make be a Cobra's Apartment movie trailer. Oh my god! Yes, that'd be fire. We'll this kids. is what happens when we take a break. I come back with all my ideas I would have spent over the last four days on separate episodes, and they all come out at once. Oh shit. <laughs> Within the next couple of days, I'm not going to be able to mail off the wands till like Monday because I got to make sure I have the money for the order in my uh, in my uh, funds. They're like, "Can I just send you the money for them?" And I'm like, "You kind of did, dude, when you bought it." So I appreciate that. Oh shit! Look at these sexy wands. Ooh, boy. I like making these on the lathe. And they sell so quick. <clears throat> they're a little dull because they're not shiny yet. I wonder how many Cobra, cast, Cobra Craft wands have wound up in like a Goodwill or something. Like, I don't know. I think the kind of person that would spend that much money for something like that understands the novelty of it. Yeah, but they also might like get kicked out of their mom's basement sure. and forget to bring it with them. I don't mom's... think it's impossible, but I think it would be very... I mean, there, there's really not many of them out there, too. To stain them, and as a result... I think I remember buying one of my own t-shirts at Goodwill one time. Oh, yeah? It doesn't yeah. make them... Anymore, or I used to work at a Goodwill. Like I, I was the donation attendant. Yeah, for I was a couple like, years. I used to go and pick up T-shirts because I would have like the cool shit uh, cut out and put on jackets for me. And I'm pretty sure I remember getting one of my own T-shirts one time. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Minor thing to using this kind of material. That's why I like to uh, pick off all the fibers from the cloth before That's I stain up. it. 
just so it looks professional and clean. I'm a YouTube celebrity rock star who sells magic wands. I mean, that's Listen just to that. a cool way to say it, dude. That is fucking amazing. That I made for my personal collection. Who else? Who else can say that? Who else can say that? What's that, Steph? That's that's not the Mister Mrs. Green one. Right? I think he sold the Mrs. Green one, right? I don't know. I think I don't know. That's a real quartz crystal, some copper wire, and some black leather. And I painted the staff black and green, of course. Black flame to light my green smoke. Now, the ingredients to make this staff are all locally harvested. Local and organic. He, he, he uses the gifts of the land. But yeah, making these uh, crystal staffs, they are a pain in the neck to make YouTube. Yeah. First, you got to find the, the... I used to have to spend $600 getting these shipped in for my, for my poor wife. And uh, I go to Colorado, it's $50. A, uh, a walking stick or staff that's big enough, you know... Something like this on Etsy is easily $400. I like how Cobra judges his net worth by how many staffs he has laying around. He's got so many staffs in the works, too. You see all of them back there? He's like, I have about eight completed staffs in the house. So my net worth is uh, 400 times eight, about $2,200. Yep. I have others in my collection that I've made for myself over the years. <clears throat> Looks like something a highly regarded toddler would make. Right there. My taxes were filed, and I actually owe money, but it's taken care of. People are like, you better do your taxes, boy. And I'm like, huh, boy, don't fucking worry about it. The IRS is very much aware. Of- I showed King Cobra to Adam and he had never seen King Cobra before. Really? Yeah. And he was like, why does he keep responding? He should just ignore all the people trolling him. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. How much money I make on YouTube and wands. Like YouTube in general, that that includes the T-shirts, the soap sales, the wand sales, the cash app and PayPal donations. I literally made like altogether maybe four thousand dollars. The trolls have scared me off from the last two jobs I've had here in town, so it's just like I can't keep doing this. This is not fair to people who give me a chance. So I'm like, fuck it. I want to sell wands. Living the dream. It's his sacrifice. My sacrifice. You know that song from Creed, I think it was, or whatever. He, he Terrible gets, song. He gets trolled out of his, his nine-to-five jobs like Wendy's. So he's got to... He makes up the T's. So he's got to go and... Uh, 
sell wands now. It's a sacrifice. He can't be a part of capitalistic America. So, um, next episode, Thursday, the return of the post show. And we'll finish up that series we were covering and figure out what we're going to do next. We'll figure out all that in the post show coming yeah. up. Yeah. We uh we are going to uh I'm I'm gonna do the premiere of of the video on Spotify video down in the down below in the description. You can check that out. I'll share it one more time. Look for it coming up here like within an hour or so. Yeah, set your clocks, guys. Come back and like go go eat a, a giant sandwich. And, yeah, go there and subscribe. Go eat a giant sandwich, take a giant dump, subscribe to the Spotify link below, and come back and just feverishly finger bang that like button until it res that reset button, that refresh button, like button, all that. Ref finger bang all the buttons finger until bang. the Spotify link comes up. Yes. All right. We will see you next time. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. <laughs> 